looking for a quick thrill. Fishtail hanging at the windshield. Click trail, tell your bitch chill. Big deal. Welcome, welcome, welcome. No clue podcast. We are here. We back. Yeah, um, episode 11. Is that right? Yep. yep. Yeah, 11. Yeah, we episodes. had a milestone last time at 10. Yeah, that's right. Milestone. <laughs> yeah, we're keep going to keep pushing, keep going, giving you guys content, things to talk about. For sure. I'm Mike, by the way. And I am Tyler, and we are your hosts. Um, welcome to the No Clue Podcast. If this is your first time, you missed 10 episodes. If, uh, you know, you guys are fans, thanks for listening. We're getting a lot of, uh, a lot of downloads out there. We appreciate it. Um, <clears throat> we normally start out with sports. Um, Mike? Usually. Yeah, usually. Uh, but today... There's not much to talk about except for preseason games, but they're going on while we're recording, so we can't really say much about them. Yeah. Can't plus, plus, it's the NFL preseason. I don't know. In, in Indiana, I mean, I don't know who really watches the NFL preseason and takes anything away from it. So. Oh, wait, wait. I did. Now now that we get here, I did have a, a topic about the preseason. That's, um, well, not NFL. But the NBA um, opening games have been announced. Oh yeah, the schedule came out. Yeah, and the Christmas. Yeah, there, there's there's some interesting stuff there. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> what do you think about the opening games? I think it's cool. Uh, I'm a little surprised LeBron's on the road. Mm-hmm. But you know, I. At the same time, I get it. The Lakers, the Lakers aren't that good, right? Plus, you know, build up anticipation. Uh, I feel like I feel like they're probably going to be terrible the first game anyway. So, yeah, um, <laughs> man, that Thunder and Warriors right out the gates. I like it. I like that too. Start off competitive. Yeah, and Boston and Philly gets a the new look Boston team. Well, not new, but you know the, the rivalry of the East, or as everybody's saying. Yeah, I guess the po- that's the popular opinion. Is it the factual opinion? Eh, probably not. Yeah, and Bulls are on in the first week. Hmm. Why? <laughs> Why are the Bulls on already? There's people excited about the roster. You you told me, remember, you were pretty excited about the starting five? Yeah, I'm not excited, but I am intrigued. But, yeah, I guess so. That's all um, it takes. And plus, that's Philly's first home game, so that's another thing, I guess. Um, yeah, the, <clears throat> the big thing I took away from the schedule... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course, the bias is going to come out of me, but the Wizards are only on TV nine times. All year? Yep. <laughs> you get the local games, though, right? Yeah, luckily, this is my first year. I'm going to be home full-time, so... Right. Comcast Sportsnet is going to hook me up. I-, I think I'm definitely getting League Pass this year. Really? 
Yeah, it's too many teams that... It's too many must-watch teams now, I think. I really don't want to miss... I'm not I'm not a Rockets fan, but in the beginning, I, w- I definitely want to see as many Rockets games as I can, even though they have a lot of televised games. Um, definitely want to see as many Thunder. And then later on in the season, I definitely got to see the Warriors games, man. If Cousins doesn't come back like on a uh, TV game... They're you probably know. they're probably gonna put whatever game they have on NBA TV if he's like de- debuting in that game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, but if they don't, I can't miss it. I can't afford it. NBA it. TV has been pretty clutch for shit like that. Yes, it has. But sometimes they also put like the teams that people want to see. They put the garbage like, games on, bruh. Yeah, yeah. Just cause like LeBron is back, but they're playing the Magic. So they put it on there. But, yeah. you know, the Raptors are playing the Celtics and it's just not shown. Like, it's, you know, they do stuff like that. So, I don't know. That NBA TV first Saturday, Raptors versus Wizards. Who you got that game? Ooh. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to go with Wizards, man. I think, I think we're going to come out the gate strong. I think you guys are going to work the Raptors. I think I, I don't know, man. I, the Raptors are gonna have to figure some things out. Oh, for me yeah, to be definitely. This they, year. They, the the switch between DeRozan and Leonard is is a big a big transition for them. I feel like DeRozan will fit in. DeRozan will fit in San Antonio a lot better than Kawhi will fit in Toronto, at least to begin with. Yeah, for sure, and the, and the thing is like. DeRozan, like I said before, DeRozan doesn't need the ball, you know, doesn't need to, like, take a lot of shots for him to, like, still be effective, because this is the best, when he plays best, he's not taking a lot of shots, he's just taking, you know, a good amount of shots where he could score in a high percentage, but Leonard, when he's taking a lot of shots, going for 30 and 40, I don't know what that does to the rest of the Raptors team, it's going to be, going to be awkward to watch. I'm not going to lie, I lost you on the DeRozan in efficiency or good field goal percentage. But he, I'm saying he can. He doesn't all the time, but he plays good when he does. Rarely. <laughs> Rarely what? I, I think he's he's not very efficient. Like he, I think I. that's why I'm excited to see him in San Antonio because I feel like he won't have to force it as much. Right. But I, I hated the way he played in Toronto. He, he had almost to score a lot. He almost like in spite of being limited by Toronto, he still was playing really well. Right. So I wouldn't this is probably the hottest take we've had so far, but if he's don't be surprised if he's in the MVP discussion early on. Who? DeRozan. Oh. I like DeRozan. I wouldn't say anything that crazy. Like I said, <laughs> probably the hottest take we've had. But. That is, I, I mean, I think he's capable of being MVP candidate, but I, think I don't he's know if he catch will people be. off guard that that first month. Yeah, he he's he's one of those guys that the NBA just doesn't really want to make a star either, though. Like they what they is, rarely like he doesn't have like. You know how a lot of the commentators and the 
ESPN people are like fans of a certain player. Very few people are like DeRozan fans. And I'm not saying they should be or like they like have that has to be. something to do with Toronto though. It might, yeah. But I don't getting think him going to the Spurs. Getting spanked by LeBron for, you know, four or five years in a row changes perspective. Yeah, but he didn't have much of a choice with that. It, yeah, but, it wasn't in his control. I mean, he could have played better, but I don't think he would have changed the outcome. Right. And LeBron might have just played harder. Right. So, and, um, you know, I, I think Kawhi definitely has a lot of guys on his side. Regardless of him playing good or not, there's people who, like, you know, he's still going to be still the best player in the league. And, like, you know, they haven't seen him play in over a year. So, I, I mean, we'll see. He might be. Numbers-wise, he might be. He said he circled them on uh, his calendar. The Raptors. Yeah, he sent like a letter out, didn't he? Uh, yeah, something I think about, so. Something about like a fan letter. I, I noticed, I checked ESPN right before we started recording, but. Yeah, I think he did. And then Leonard sent a letter to uh, his fans. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Leonard. I don't know yeah. what DeRozan might have done, but... Yeah, yeah, he did. I don't know what... I mean... <laughs> I don't know. Thank you for trading me? Is that what he said to the Spurs? I don't know. Because, <laughs> I mean... I don't know how you say thank you to someone when you were, like, so unhappy that you... Right. Or just, what he was doing. Just he leave doing. and shut up, man. Yeah, he thank was, you. He was quiet the whole time. Might as well stay quiet now. Yeah, and when you read it, it just doesn't sound like Kawhi Leonard. It's so genuine. It it goes back to remember we were talking about Jordan. Yeah. And his support for his support in quotations for LeBron. <laughs> yeah. Like come on, man. <laughs> Yeah, good. I don't know. Kawhi, Kawhi made it bad enough by not talking the whole time the situation was playing out. Yeah. So it, I, now all of a sudden he wants to say something? Like, come on, man. <laughs> I'm going to read just a little bit of this letter real quick to San oh, Antonio. No. <laughs> I have been going back and forth these last few weeks trying to figure out the right things to say, and it comes down to two simple words. Thank you. Exclamation mark. My family and I want to say thank you to the entire Spurs organization and the people and fans of San Antonio. Thank you to every one of my teammates I've played with over my seven years in the NBA. Thank you, Pop. I'll always be grateful for my growth under your guidance. Thank you to the fans. There is not a more passionate or dedicated fan base than what I've witnessed in San Antonio. Through all the ups and downs, I'm glad there were more ups. I'll never forget what we have shared and accomplished together. While I'm looking forward to the next chapter in my career, I'll always remember the city and the people of San Antonio. Thank you. Thank you. (laughs) That wasn't sincere? Kawhi Leonard. Maybe it was, but the only, like, my issue is not whether he's sincere or not. (laughs) I just don't think he wrote it. Yeah. I don't think so either. There's no way he stayed silent the whole time. Now, all of a sudden, he was like, oh, let me tell the fans something. Dude, his fucking 
whoever represents him or some agent probably was like, dude, like, you got to give a statement. It doesn't have to be, you know, it could be a written statement. You could, you know, cover all the shit that people have been saying briefly and, yeah, you know, just give yeah. people, like, a positive side. And it took a long time for him to do it. Like, he could have did that. Yeah, that's the other thing. Got yeah. yeah. Um, so, the Christmas Day games, how do you feel? Which... Which one is, which one or two are the ones to watch? I kind of don't like that they're using Boston and Philly again, opening and Christmas. Yeah, uh, That's Utah. Wild. Who's Utah playing? Portland. That might be a sneaky good game. Yeah. Cause uh, not not a lot, not often, but sometimes like all these like anticipated matchups end up letting you down. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like the Lakers and and Warriors. That's gonna be a huge letdown. Warriors are gonna beat them half to death. I mean, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if the Lakers spanked them. You know. Yeah. I think I, I think the Warriors will struggle this year just because it's like what their fifth year in a row. Uh huh. Yeah, man. I think it's gonna it was, be tough. It's really only their um, second year in a row though, well, or third. For Durant third, but I feel like all the the gr- the grind of the regular season like is so meaningless to them that it's it's just gonna be tough to stay motivated until the playoffs. Yeah, so I think I think I I honestly wouldn't wouldn't shock me if they if they got blown out more than usual. The other thing about the Warriors is that sometimes they they. I, I won't say they lose on purpose, but sometimes on like the really big games, they like don't try, like because they know people think they're gonna try, and then like the next time they play them, they murder them. Like when like less people are watching, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it, like it happens all the time. They'll play. I can't. Was it the Thunder last year? Some team they played and got beat so bad, and you know they were like. Curry didn't play the fourth quarter. And yeah, the like Thunder were, spanked them like twice. Yeah, yeah. And then I think it might not have been a Thunder, though, because whoever it was, the last time they played them, they like murdered them. Like, it was one of the last games going into the playoffs that everyone was playing. And they beat them, you know, to death. And then they obviously they go in the playoffs and spank all the way to the, you know, championship. But <laughs> I get what you mean. The Lakers. I think if LeBron comes out there playing really hard and, you know, the Warriors are goofing off, they probably could beat them really bad. I think I think there'll be three blowouts on, uh, well, it might be all blowouts on Christmas, to be honest. I, I think Philly and Boston will, will be, a, be a fight. Uh, I'm calling a blowout. I'm giving Philly a lot of credit, too. I also wouldn't be shocked if Philly... Completely let everybody down and struggled to make the playoffs. I, I that's that's my prediction for the process. Yeah, I'm but, on board with that one. <laughs> but that's another really hot take because people are really sucking the Seventy um, Sixers right now. But yeah, for some reason, I just I think that people are going to be shocked with how bad they play sometimes, often. But I yeah. do think they'll make the playoffs, but I think it will be tight. 
I don't think they'll be top four seed. Like some people are calling them to be the number one seed and stuff. And like, didn't Max Kellerman say they were going to the finals last year or something? Dude, man, you know what Max Kellerman said earlier today? <laughs> Let me tell you, speaking of Max fucking Kellerman, <laughs> he, had a, yeah. he had a hot take. To, I decided to turn on first take this morning for whatever uh-huh. reason. Uh-huh. Uh, and this man as, assumes that this year will be the first year that somebody takes the crown from LeBron James as the best player in basketball. Anthony Davis is the person taking the crown, according to Max Kellerman. That so he thinks that in one year someone can go from go all the way to being the best player in basketball without like any right. argument. What kind of insane numbers would Anthony Davis even have to put up to be in the conversation? I think Anthony Davis could be in the conversation, but not he won't like be outright. They'll be like, oh. Anthony Davis was the best player in the league this year. Mm-hmm. No, I think Anthony Davis could win MVP, but that's because he is so good on both ends. But LeBron is still going to be the best. I mean, as long as he's playing and he's healthy, he's going to be the best player in the league. Right. Let's not get crazy. But, you know, other people have won MVP when LeBron, obviously, when LeBron's been the best player in the league. I think Anthony Davis could do that. But be the best player in the league? No. Even yeah, when, I doubt it. Even when other players won MVP, it was obvious who the best player in the league was, like last year. It really wasn't like a question. Oh, is LeBron the best player in the league? Uh, Yeah. But Harden's MVP this year. Davis can do that. He could pull that off. Especially the way he played last, you know, the way Holiday is playing. It, it helps his game. Because normally he's like, Davis is playing off there all by himself. But now Holiday is playing good. And Holiday, if Holiday can get 10 assists, Davis can get, you know, 20 points just off of Holiday's passes. And then the blocks and the rebounds and, you know. But, yeah, that's that's ludicrous. Max, man. First take Max is tripping. That's why the ratings are dropping. <laughs> right. For real. Um... So, are they putting the Bucks and the Knicks on TV just because Greek Freak jumped over Hardaway last year? <sighs> on Christmas? Why? Why are they doing that to us? Yeah, that, that's... I mean, <laughs> Greek Freak is kind of a must-see. Yeah, but why Why do they have to have the Knicks on TV getting spanked on Christmas? Like, The Knicks have always been on fucking TV on Christmas, though. I know, but they're never this bad. They're garbage. <laughs> I mean, they are they are this bad sometimes, but I thought they were this, this year, bad last year. Were they on Christmas last year? I don't know. I feel like they were. Uh, maybe, but I guess I they just need wrong. to have the Bucks on TV. So whoever the Bucks were playing, we're gonna draw the short end, uh, the short straw. But uh, nothing else about the Christmas. Um, OKC no, and Rockets. Man, I, I, I don't really like to me like Christmas like the schedule of Christmas games mm-hmm. will get exciting once you know October November goes by when we have a better feel for the teams you know, how, how good or bad these teams are. Yeah. Well, what are your early predictions for Rockets and OKC though? 
I think OKC is going to come out on. I think they're going to have a really good record this year. I do too. I just think the roster is kind of set. They know, you know, who they got, who they don't got. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think I, I think Russ will be determined. I think PG will be determined. Uh, they'll be a little more comfortable. Like I said, I, I think they're 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 dangerous. But you think they could be the Rockets? Do can they beat the Rockets on Christmas? Yeah. I mean, yeah, for sure. Oh, okay. Russ, uh, Russ could beat anybody on any given day, like once. <laughs> mm-hmm. But I think the Rockets will be the more successful team come come like Christmas time. I think their record will be better. Yeah, Rockets are. I, I don't know what Carmelo is gonna show up, but if it's like. I think 70% of Carmelo, they're going to be really tough. Yeah, Carmelo really doesn't have to be great for them to, you know, continue doing what they're doing. He just has to play defense, really, to be honest. If he just plays defense this year, they'll they'll be right back where they were last year. If he plays good defense. But that's saying a lot, though. That's a big if, unfortunately. Did you, uh, I don't know if we've, I don't think we had a chance to talk about this. Did you see what happened with college basketball? Oh, yeah, the, um, the, uh, the, the new rule change. Being able to go back to college. Yeah, man, I, I think that's a pretty great rule. Yeah, I mean, it's it's been a dumb rule anyway to me. I mean, I'm glad these guys are getting the opportunity to go back. And I don't know if I got it correctly, but they could go back and play, right? Like in college. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But the agent they hire has to be an NCAA sanctioned agent. Like they have to be a certain kind of agent that the NCAA says. Like approves of. Yeah, like they can't hire Jay-Z's agency and go (laughs) and then come back. Like it, it has to be like a real... An agent that the NCAA like goes through and has, um, they have to go through the NCAA with their agent to be right. uh, to come back. That's interesting, but still, I, I like that they uh, they get the chance to go back. Yeah, and and I don't know um, what the NCAA sanctioned agent test is gonna be so it might be easy it might maybe all the agents will be sanctioned i mean you know maybe all of them will be you know eligible to have their players go back to college i don't know but i know that's the rule it'll be interesting it'll be good because it sucks seeing bus play in uh the g league hmm. you know after one year in college and you know, they just didn't make it, so they played. Yeah, a lot movie. of these guys, a lot of these guys, like because of not having this rule previously, missed an opportunity. Yeah. Mhm. Missed a big opportunity. I mean, missed the opportunity right. to graduate school in some cases. Yeah. Cause think if you don't, one, if you couldn't afford college before you got your basketball scholarship, and you only use it for one year, then you go to the NBA. 
and you don't make you try to go to the draft and you don't make it, you're back to not being able to afford college. Yeah, it puts you in a very tough spot. Yeah, because now you don't have a degree, you don't have a job, you're just you know trying to play in the G League. You know that's not it, and you still might never make enough money to finish college. So, you know it, it's good these guys can go back and keep their scholarship and you know have a free education, yeah. which is one of the biggest reasons of scholarships, not just for NBA. You know, obviously we know that. So it is it is really good. It's gonna help some guys for sure. But I don't I don't hope guys don't abuse it. They'll find a way. <laughs> Somebody will find a way to abuse it, unfortunately. Uh but. throw out a can you throw out a name? <laughs> throw somebody under the bus that you think will do that. A coach? Do I have to? Yeah, I mean, is it, is it even a it. secret? Calipari <laughs> will find a way to abuse it. He will find a way. He was like, oh, LeBron never never went to college, so come on back, LeBron. He'll find. He'll think of something, man. I'm Cal- sure he has Cal- a Perry, team. He's the ultimate finesse when it comes to, you know. I'm sure he has a team of lawyers looking at these new <laughs> rules saying, find me a loophole. I want LeBron... <laughs> I want Anthony Davis back. <laughs> you know, he's going to think of something, man. Give me Boogie back. That's you wild. Know. Give me Jimmer. John Wall, all, all, that sh- all the stars. <laughs> he's going to think of players that just don't play. Give me Jimmer. Give me... <laughs> like, he's going to get guys out the basketball tournament to come play. <laughs> he's, Yeah, he'll think of something, man. So Somebody will abuse it, and then... There'll be, you know, more problems with it. Then they'll think of more rules and so on and so on. So, here we are at 26 minutes after we originally were going to skip sports. Um, Yeah, I mean, there's some, there's a, there's a quick thing I wanted to touch on football. Des Bryant remains unsigned. Hmm, okay. He said today that he's willing to play for the Cleveland Browns. (laughs) I thought I thought that that was a new low point for him. It, he was being serious, or was that like a saying he'd play for anybody? No, I mean real, he said like literally. The I'm willing Browns. to play for the Browns. Wow. Like, dude, it's just I don't know why he's not. I mean, I thought he was capable enough to get signed, but I guess not. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I have no then again, idea. then again, with football, there's so many injuries that it wouldn't shock me if somebody scooped him up at some point during the season. Right. So, but yeah, man, that's it. That's all. There's, it's a slow sports stretch right now. Yeah. College football starting soon. Football starting soon. Basketball is still still a little bit away. Getting getting closer, but um, here here's another uh, small thing, <laughs> kind of crazy. When we were talking about LeBron, uh, you see the petition for him to be U.S. Secretary of Education. I did not see that. How did that come <laughs> about? I guess somebody thinks he's really, you know, 
qualified to be the well you don't have to be qualified anymore obviously <laughs> no shots but look at, uh, look at a certain position that was filled questionably right. yeah well uh, there's a new online petition calling for lebron james to replace betsy devos as u.s secretary of education Oh yeah, I, I saw the Betsy DeVos, I saw a Daily Show had like a whole 15 minute segment of them making fun of her. As of this morning, Thursday morning, there's over 10,000 signatures. Oh, it's going to take a lot more than that. To but me, dude... Uh, it's Trump gonna won't let me, it happen anyway though. So. Right, it's going to get me going on a rant, but it's a kind of a side thing. Petitions are so fucking stupid. I know. Uh, to me, like, they do nothing. Like, the ability to click a checkbox on a fucking website gives you the power to, like, oh, I signed a petition. I provided, like, my opinion on a certain thing. Like, dude, I don't care. Well, well some some things, some uh, legislations, a certain amount of signatures on a petition means that it has to happen. Cert- only some things. But... It's not well, enough for people to petition everything. To me, to me, like, I get it when the numbers are, like, I agree with what you're saying when the numbers are overwhelming. Yeah. So it's like when some, everybody's, you know, 90% of population signs, then I'm with it. I, I completely understand. That's what, you know, the majority wants. Right. But when it's like, you know, a, when it's just a number that gets thrown out. Yeah, yeah. It, to me, that, that makes it, like, skewed because it's like, what is it, what is the point? Yeah, if this it's was, not like it's not like any of those people went through tr- like you know trouble to be part of this, right? Yeah, and it's also not like LeBron has ever had a job. <laughs> That's <laughs> Others, also true. So like, it's not like he's someone that you know. It's cool he did the school thing, but I number one, he obviously didn't do the school thing by himself. Well, for sure. Number two. He's never worked a day in his life that wasn't didn't have you know sneakers on, and number three, he's just not qualified to be <laughs> secretary all, of education. He would all, get in the man. office and not know what to do. He would want to do things and then be like, um, Mr. James, uh, it doesn't work that way, <laughs> like, right? You know, just like our president does now. <laughs> so, you know, it would be a lot of things. It's what? really no point that they do that, but. <laughs> It still is pretty cool that people really want him to be uh, that, which speaks to what the conversation we had the first day we talked about that. Um, you know, him surpassing other players with his off the court uh, things. Um, yeah, man, he's he's a top tier like social athlete when it comes to just his, his, what he stands for, uh, the things he represents off the court. He's He's a he's definitely a goat for for that in that category. Right. <laughs> There's a um pretty crazy news. <laughs> uh Frank Mason being sued by Young Money. I I just saw that like <laughs> literally right before we started the, the podcast Frank what are you doing I was I was a little conf- I don't even do you want to explain the situation it's it's hard to explain honestly yeah well young money tried to get into the sports agency thing like Jay-Z did with rock nation and yeah um so Frank Mason signed 
with Young Money before he got drafted. As that was his agency, so he gets, you know, all. What people don't know, some people don't know that the draftees, the guys going to the draft, get a um, a check, a expenses check, you know, for your suit, for um, you know your clothes, for interviews, your you know haircut, whatever, everything you need to be look professional for your draft and you know maybe even a place to stay and um you know he got i believe it was 52 grand and 40 grand with you know 92 grand total and then this is not customary but young money gifted him a young money chain that if you guys are music fans you can see on like everyone in the bedrock video yeah or everyone in How that. How much did the chain cost? Eleven grand, eleven thousand dollars diamond the chain. <laughs> so part of his contract was that if he left Young Money, he'd have to give the money back. And he left Young Money, and he so hasn't given the money back. So yeah. um, he makes one point four million dollars this upcoming year. Wow. Um, I mean, it's funny that they're suing him for it. It kind of just speaks to young money to me. Like, really, 92 grand. All the money that it seems like they make. They need Frank Mason's 92 grand. Like, Frank, just yeah, give him the chain back, dude. Like, it's. And what's right, 92 grand to a 1.4 millionaire? Just That's just next year, not including the million he's made last year playing. Yeah, th- this situation honestly seems petty. Right. That's but, a good word know, for it. <laughs> young young money has shown has shown the capability to be petty. Yeah, they have. They they really let's have. change gears. Let's get away from sports. Alright. Done with sports today. Thirty four minutes yeah, there's, in. There's a few uh music things that, that we have to discuss. Yes. We did uh, like like we mentioned, there's a ton of shit that dropped last, like, at the end of last week. Right. And we didn't get a chance to review everything or talk about everything. And I, I covered a couple more projects that I promised I would. Mm-hmm. I don't think I touched on everything that I promised last episode, but the two that I hit pretty, pretty well was Moneybag Yo. Mm-hmm. And that unknown guy that I mentioned, the Florida one, uh, y- YNW Melly. Okay, yeah. So I'll, I'll cover them. Did, did you listen to Moneybag? Did I listen to what? Did you listen to Moneybag? Uh, no, I haven't, no. Are you going to? <laughs> it, depending on what you say about it. No, I'm not, no. I mean, if you're not a fan, I wouldn't recommend it. Uh-huh. You know, I've, I've called him. I've called him a better Kevin Gates for you know since I've learned about him. But I, I think he, I think he's good, man. He's got f- good fun beats. His raps are cool. Uh, you know, he's he's not gonna blow you away with anything, but the production's really good. It's it's a the, the project's not too long. It's I think nine songs. Mm-hmm. Takes maybe like 30, 40 minutes to go through it. I think 30 minutes. 
Okay. Um, yeah, man, it's good. If if you like Moneybag, this is a must-have. And if, okay. if you don't, this isn't a bad first project to get it started. Uh, but yeah, man, it's nine songs. It's 24 minutes to get through the whole thing. Yes. Yeah, so you're I mean, not going to be, not gonna be sitting time. there listening to Rolling Papers 2, you know? Right. Yeah, it's it's a recommendation for me. Okay. It's honestly, I mean, Moneybags was on the same level as YG. Like, it was just fun. I enjoyed, had, like, listening to it. None, none of it was really too memorable. Gunna with another great feature. Uh-huh. Shockingly, he's been kind of a, on fire with the features. Yeah, yes. Uh, there's, there's a few other songs that I really like, but overall, it's good, man. There's... Maybe like one or two songs aren't good out of nine. Okay. That's a pretty good shooting percentage. Mm-hmm. And the other one, YNW Melly. The project is called I Am You. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has no features. Okay. The cover is pretty cool. <laughs> But it sucks. I feel something coming. It's trash. It, yeah, it's... I tried to like it. I really did. Like, I came into it. I'm like, this is one of these new guys. You know, nobody really knows about him. So it'd be cool if, you know, I checked this guy out and, and found this new artist to recommend people, you know? Yeah. But I, I can't recommend this guy. I mean, he sounds... He's like a mix of Young Thug, Kirko Bangs... Maybe like Tory Lanes. But those are and well, Lil Wayne. But he he has like the worst of all of them. <laughs> okay, I get what you're you know, saying. He has, he has like that young thug thing where he explores with his voice almost too much, where sometimes it doesn't sound good, mm-hmm. and and here here most of it doesn't sound good. Mm-hmm. He, he tries to go he tries to go high pitched at times, and it sounds terrible. <laughs> it sounds like he's just kind of <laughs> screaming with no like like he has no vocal range really uh-huh you know and it, it's whatever whoever's producing the music isn't helping him out because you know they're not editing it well enough to where it sounds good yeah I gotcha uh yeah and, and the songs like like I I, I repeatedly talk about projects that are fun that's usually when I give a good review when it's like a project is enjoyable it's exciting it's got you know exciting good songs and this was just boring the the lines are terrible the hooks were lame it was it was shit you've heard you know hundreds of times before and there was nothing to set him apart I think that's his big issue yeah, I got you. None, none of the songs like set him apart, put him in his own lane. Okay. So, yeah, I can yeah, see how that's trash. a problem. I, I'll keep an eye out for him because I guess the one positive thing I'd say is I can kind of see potential for growth. Mm-hmm. You know, like there, there was moments where he would come in and it would be like, you would think he would sound good with this flow, but then his lines would be whack or the, just the production was kind of lame. But I think that could be improved. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm pretty sure it's his debut project, so I don't want to call him, you know, he's just garbage. He's never going to re- release anything again. But Right. 
Yeah, man, not not a good not a good uh, debut, not a good opening album. <laughs> okay. And that kind of what sucks is that kind of ruined my my vibe for music. <laughs> it was uh, that bad. Yeah, like I I I have uh, Baka not nice, but I haven't listened to it yet. Okay. Uh, and the other thing I have is Iggy Azalea, but all I've heard is that it sucks. Yeah, I, I like it's, you don't need to do that. It's unanimous. Like every single person that has said anything about it just says it sucks. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough to get through. Um, I'm not. Just, I'm not gonna waste my time. You know. Yeah, I got you. I covered. Uh, I got through an album, another album. Uh, Red Cafe is back with uh, less <laughs> less talk, more hustle, and the album <clears throat> sounds exactly like the title. <laughs> it sounds like less talking and more hustling. <laughs> um, is that a good thing or bad thing? Overall, I don't love it. I, well, I'm not a, like a Red Cafe fan anyway. It's just hard to be. But um, it has some good songs on it. It definitely does. The one with Davies is okay. Um, the one with Fab and Fetty Wap is different. But it's cool. The one with Cardi B is kind of cool. Whoa, uh, that's, that's some interesting features you're throwing out. Yeah, he got Yo Gotti on there. Mac 10. <laughs> Wiz Khalifa in French Montana, Zoe Dollars, you know he got some people that have wow, that's interesting. That have recognition this is, this on is it there. Mixtape or uh, it's I mean it's on Spotify. I think it's an album. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was under the radar. It's only it's fourteen songs. I mean it's an hour long. Uh, it was okay. It has some good songs. It, and I think it's another one of those albums that I could listen to it and have some songs I like, and someone else may listen to it and have different songs. So it has some songs that I listen to, and I'm like, yeah, I could picture someone liking this. It's just not for me. So it might be, someone might think it's fire, but it's just okay to me. Um, That's fair. I, I'm not going to lie, I probably won't check it out, but those features do sound exciting. Yeah, if you listen to it, just listen to the songs with the features, cause okay. with the features you like, cause those actually to me were the were the best ones. The one with um, Cardi is like the most popular one right now. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, all I really a, got to there's say. There's a couple singles that came out, a couple of big ones. Okay, which ones? Have you heard any anything in terms of singles lately? Um. Yeah, but I, none that I feel like are big to other people. They're big to me, but... I enjoyed... Uh, there's... Like, I'm looking at it now, and there's a lot I haven't heard that I want to. Mm-hmm. But the one I did hear was uh, J. Cole dropped a little freestyle. Yeah, he did. And I gotta say, I'm excited. <sighs> I want to be, but... Now... Mac Miller taught me well, <laughs> so I'm not gonna take one song and you know start sucking. Yeah, 
but I, I, this I I enjoy this this sound of J Cole. Yeah, it's it's very it's very very good. But and for those fair, who he, he's done this before, yes, yes. He he came he came on uh, what was it Young Jeezy's album and and dropped one of the hottest verses of that year from a feature. Right. Murdered Kendrick, murdered Jeezy, and and then after that, you know, KOD came out and it came, it came, it went. He was good on um on uh um uh, ah Royce. That song with Royce was he was good on that too. Not great, but it was good. Um, Bob Lobo, I think it is. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm not a huge Royce guy. <laughs> Don't I don't make me listeners. I acknowledge he's great. Yeah, because you can't get killed for that. For those yeah, who haven't just, heard, not my style. For those who haven't heard the freestyle. Alright, I'm not gonna go uh, too yeah, deep into it, but yeah, I'll just say it sounds like that throwback, like you know that balling thing he was into, like talking about like kind of his his albums, kind of even though his his songs weren't about basketball or being like really sports, mm-hmm. his discography early on was like that. Yeah, so I I think he might be going back to that. I I heard he's dropping. A mixtape that has some type of like sport, like sport title to it. Yeah, um, I don't remember the name of it either. I did read that, but um, Jay, I think that J. Cole acknowledges that he is better than his albums say. And in that song specifically, I think he acknowledges, like, look. I do what I do on the album, but you know I I can still kill you guys like when I really want to rap like and I like that yeah I do too because I I was hoping that he he knew that he's different <laughs> like I, I was hoping like he didn't think that he was doing like what he does best on his albums uh, but definitely not with that freestyle it solidified that he you know. He just puts out some stuff with albums. Like he knows people are gonna listen to it, so he does it. He gets creative, but he knows that rapping, when he wants to kill something, he can still kill it any time, any day. Definitely. Uh, he just yeah. Gotta, he just gotta get away from producing his own shit, cause that's that's when it's the most boring. <laughs> he has to get away from this no feature nonsense. Yeah. Come on, J. Cole. We want features. No one. Born, born center. Like every feature was fire. Fire. And sideline story. Every feature. Like. Yeah. I, don't, I don't know. It's frustrating. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm in the same boat. Like, name another artist that comes out with an album and you say, man, I hope there's no features. Like, no one says that, J. Cole. And, like, there's it's no, cool. I don't think. Even with Drake, like even with Drake, maybe maybe Drake will get a pass. Like if he if if he was to drop something on his own, 
Oh, he'd he'd still go platinum. He could go platinum with no features anytime he wants. No, first no, the numbers. I'm not even gonna argue numbers because he'll get the numbers <laughs> yeah. regardless. Yeah. He'll drop like a fucking mixtape of him talking to somebody, and <laughs> that shit'll be gold. All phone taps, and he was yeah. still, he'd still go platinum. Yeah. Yeah, but um, yeah, man. Even with Drake, I would want to hear somebody else on the project. The, yeah, it depends how long it is, but I, I definitely, I yeah. I think, I, I think to an extent, we're getting spoiled by all these, all these guys like all the Travis Scotts, the Young Thugs, all these guys who like constantly work with people. Yeah. And it's 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 cool because the songs you know they don't get repetitive because it's always a new energy, a different vibe to it because there's all these different combinations, but. Mm-hmm. To me, to me, it takes away from that artist if they need features, like if they need that many features to drop a good album. Oh yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah. But at the same time, man, at the end of the day, I'm looking for good music. So whether right. I don't think I don't think J Cole is best when he's solo for a whole project. Right. I agree and you know it's just hard listening to any to me it's hard listening listening to anyone by themselves for a really long time and the only yeah. reason Drake can do it is because Drake is he sounds he's such a wide array of sound you know yeah. he, he could have one you know quote unquote trap song and then have a love song and then a sexual song and then you know a song about a breakup, and then come back to trap and like the same album, and it would it wouldn't be too bad for it to be just him, but J Cole, he doesn't talk about that different of stuff to be all alone all the time for you yeah, know the last three I mean, albums. The, the last the last two albums for me, the way he's kind of delivered the like the the story because his last few albums, his solo projects have had like. Uh, an overlaying theme or like a story that he's telling. Yeah. And I mean, call me a hater, but his stories have just been fucking boring. <laughs> call you a hater. <laughs> I agree. I mean, I agree. yeah, when you know, when you're relying on the wordplay and the lyrics, mm-hmm. to me like one to five songs, if your lyrics are great, yeah, that's cool. But when it's nine, so when it's nine to fifteen songs, y- your story has to be compelling. Otherwise, there's no replay value, and there's really nothing in the song at that point. Yeah, I will say this: um, Forest Hills Drive grew on me later. Like I can listen. Forest Hills Drive is great. It is, yeah. And like at first. I didn't say I never said it was trash, but I didn't like it. I and it was like I only liked a few songs, but now I go back and listen to it. I like more songs, but it's still like I it's still not like it didn't set the world on fire to me. But um it, it's it's a really good project and he didn't deliver with KOD the same way he delivered with Forest Hills Drive like people say. People are really are agreeing with him that that was the album of the year. K.O.D.? 
Yeah. People are saying that. <laughs> People can be pretty fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm at a loss. KOD. Daytona was better than KOD. <laughs> hey, man. It's not me saying it. KOD's not in my top five of the year. But Dude, KOD's nowhere near my top five. <laughs> Mine either. I'm just KOD saying, some it, people are saying it. If, if I have a top ten, like, average fucking projects, throw in KOD. <laughs> Matter of fact, disappointing. Top ten disappointing projects. <laughs> right under Mac Miller? Well. <laughs> Swimming is number one? one? That's a tough one, because Mac Miller's shit belongs in the garbage pile, so. <laughs> it's not even, it's worse than disappointing. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> All right, so uh, we got anything else new? Any other new uh, singles? Some of the singles, there's a couple. Um, the only other one, big one that I haven't heard yet that I will be checking out, uh, Zayn dropped a song with Timbaland. Oh, I heard that. It's nice. It's real nice. I heard a little snippet of it. Uh, it sounded almost Timbaland going back to the to the glory days. Yeah, uh, I almost played it as my gym um, last week, actually. Or oh, it's it's been out for a little while. I didn't know that. No, just a week, I think. But Sunday, I almost played it as my gym. Oh, okay. Yeah, is that and uh, yeah, it's tough. I like the little lyric video they have. It's like a little cartoon of him dancing. It was. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a cool song. I like it. I like I'm, Zane I'm a, upbeat. Yeah, I'm a I'm a fan of Zane. Yeah, I like upbeat Zane. I like all of Zane, but I like when Zane goes upbeat because he has a lot of potential, really. I was shocked at how much I enjoyed his project. Mind of Mine. Yeah. Yeah, it's nice. Like I that that year that probably shocked me more than anything else. Wow. Okay. Because I I wasn't gonna. I had a friend who was like, "Dude, you gotta check it out." You know, the One Direction guy. Yeah, uh, going solo or whatever. <laughs> the One Direction. I was guy. like, dude, get the fuck out of here! Like, I'm not gonna listen to this trash. Like, and, and yeah. some somehow I got around to it, and I was I was sitting there like, damn, like this doesn't suck. And then, you know, the the album is long, but I remember about halfway through, I was like, dude, a lot of these songs are gonna be on my phone for a long time. Yeah, Zayn has a way of being like sexy. But yet masculine enough for like men to listen to it. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you can tell the songs are like for girls, but like I still will listen to it because it's fire. Yeah, because I, I, <laughs> like I so, not everyone can do saying. that. Yes, not everyone can do it. Because some guys, if you know the song is about girls and it's like only for girls, but Zane can make songs for girls, but like guys are still you know I, I still want to check it out. It's still nice. Like, yeah, I need that next project, Zane. I'm on the lookout. And plus, knowing Timbaland, you know, it has a little part in it. He obviously, since it says featuring Timbaland, I feel like Timbaland's not like executive producing the album. But I mean, just that he's hooking up with someone like Timbaland is, is a nice, is nice to know. Is a good look, I should say. Very good look. Um, but yeah, that's it for the new songs. Uh, yeah, that, I guess that so. I've no, that I like that jumped out at me. Yeah, um, uh, I I played the new Kid Ink record. 
in the intro for those who were wondering. Uh, okay, so that was a new record. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so Kid Ink hasn't completely disappeared. No, he's had he's had a new single like every week this like in the summer or not in the whole summer, but like he's had like two a month. He had. Okay, so maybe maybe we got something dropping soon. Yeah, for sure. Um, let's see what he's had. He had the one I played earlier was Big Deal, and he's had Big Deal, Whoop Whoop. <laughs> uh. It doesn't have the release date, but yeah, big deal. Whoop whoop. One time, tell somebody. Is that yeah? Tell somebody. Bad habit. Wow, uh, bad habit was these. into 2017, but yeah, he's had he's had four singles this summer. Yeah, so he's doing he's doing a little something something. We'll see. I mean, he. <clears throat> I feel like for him. For him I've, I'm pretty sure he's always dropped around summertime, hasn't he? Yeah, because definitely summer in the winter. His his music fits summertime so well. It does. Let's just go ahead and get into our <laughs> Kid Ink dive. Uh, it's almost like, for me, I consider it a shout-out because so many people are missing out on him. They really are, man. And I think that he gets overlooked because... He's not like, he's really not a good lyricist or anything. Like his lyrics aren't complex. No, they're just normal. Like he's just saying he's, stuff. Like he's saying on lyrics. the on the surface, like from first impression, he's like a typical like radio, like radio friendly artist. Yeah. But at the same time, like it takes. It takes skill to be able to put consistent, you know, projects together that are all radio friendly, that all sound good. Yeah, he he is an underrated rap artist, hit maker, because, like, he does have at least three songs, probably, on all of his projects that I could, like, play on repeat. At least three. And, you know, sometimes it's more, but, like... That first my my own lane was so fire with so many great so songs. So many on good songs. I'm looking at it right now. There's so many good songs. It really is, and people, you're right. They slept on it. They only heard the Chris Brown records. Is all they heard. Right. That we just came to party was one of my go tos. Oh my god, tattoo of my name. Go to. <laughs> oh my god. That's I don't care. Was nice. Los murdered. No option. Uh, even Roland was kind of nice. It was just, it was good. The whole thing was really, really good. Is he, you down remember, the street? I was, I wasn't hip to him. Like he, he released the thing up and away. Yeah, yeah, I had that. And and Helen back was the only one I took from that one. Yeah. But then my own lane. I'm. I think next was maybe almost home EP. Yeah. Which, by the way, is flawless. Yes. I mean, it's only six songs, but it's a flawless six song. You're right. And I th- I'm th- he has another flawless project. I mean, Full Speed was after that, which was great. 
Yeah, I'm not going to call full speed flawless, but I, it's definitely great. Yeah, it wasn't flawless, but it was great. So yeah, I'm, I'm taking a look at some of these track lists, and yeah, man, he's got a lot of hits that people just forget about. Full speed, if he started it at body language, oh my God. it could have been flawless. <laughs> if he went from body language down, oh man. Every city we go, oh, that song is so fire. So fire. Like a, like a Hot Boy was underratedly hard. Yeah. About Mine was nice. I mean, Be Real was on the radio, Hotel on the radio, Body Language. Like, people hear him on the radio and they don't, they, you know, don't go back and listen to the rest of his stuff. I think Summer in the Winter might have been flawless. Yeah, it's, it's like an underrated, like, not underrated, but it's like a, low-key kind of flawless because it's not like yeah none of the songs are like crazy great right but nothing's bad mm, yep there's no when I, like if i was to play this album there i wouldn't skip anything and shout out to dj mustard he did an unbelievable job on summer in the winter like every beat on there that he does i remember i listened to that like in your room i, I remember yeah yeah that's right yeah when i when i like first met you yeah, I no, I brought. Uh, I think I brought my speaker to someone else's room, but yeah, that's that's right. We were listening to that. I remember <laughs> that was my first experience. Like, yo, this album is really fucking. You got me hooked. You specifically got me hooked to two projects that I'll never forget. <laughs> and that's summer in the winter and uh, fan of a fan. Oh yeah, yeah. Those two. <laughs> great, great, great. Albums. Pure greatness. Yeah. Um, and then he had uh, Rocket Ship Shoddy 2. Um, mm, I like the first one a lot. The second one I wasn't a huge fan of. Yes. Yeah. Second one he had. I remember being disappointed by the second one. Yeah. It was like maybe three songs that I liked. But I don't really I mean, go was, back to any of them. It was long, album. so that's not good. <laughs> Right, and I I didn't really hit any of them hard. And then the seven series, EP or whatever it is. Ex- I didn't even. Li- I'm looking at this. I've never even heard of this. Oh man, fire! It's fire. Fire. Oh, no strings is fire. Probably within the next few days. F with you is fire. Be- my favorite. I think Daydreamer is one of my favorite mixtapes ever. Daydreamers was great. I mean, God, so many hits. People who don't know Kid Ink, go to Dat Piff and just type his name in there. Fuck, just... it happened again. <laughs> go, go to Dat Piff, type in Kid Ink, and just enjoy. Just, just, just listen. Cause... Yeah, man, there, there's so much music from him that it's. I think he's like, he's not uh, limited to one demographic. Nah, he's not because he makes the kind he makes the same kind of music, and I don't I don't want to say like this is a stretch, but let me explain after I say it. He makes the same kind of music like people who like Future would kind of, um, not the same people, but Future has a way of like just making songs that just everyone like can't deny is good. Like not all of them, but the ones that are hits. And yeah. I think Kid Ink is that kind of artist, but just not everyone hears it. So like, he doesn't get the chance to do it. But um, 
he he is I mean just like I said people if you don't know him check him out Crash Landing 2010 that's the first time I ever heard him and uh man that was a great great first impression for me like it had me hooked on him and I've followed him ever since then I think that was his second mixtape too cause yeah Helen Back was my uh was where I started great song yeah, then the remix with MGK, and that got me hooked on MGK, but... That... So you, you haven't heard any more of that first uh, Up and Away? What are you talking about? Like, you, you said not a lot of other songs off there stuck with you other than Hell and Back? Uh, up and Away? No, not really. Care, uh, I used to have Act Should Like I That. Huh? Should I go back to it? Yeah, it, I mean, if you like him now, you would like that because it's okay. the only thing is there's no features, but act That's like fun. that is nice. Rump shaker is nice. Carry on is nice. Uh, I think Lost in the Sauce had a remix. I think that was nice. But oh, Time of Your Life is nice. This is a good project, but he hasn't really had a bad project. Maybe Rocket Ship Shoddy Two was rough but nothing else has been bad to me uh i'm a fan shout out to kid ink and for those people who really hate kid ink i'm sorry but we had to talk about him he's he's a good artist and yeah, you, man, you just might not know enough about him if you don't like him you might need to hear more people stuff. don't give him a chance yeah give him a chance that's all we ask if you haven't heard him if you're not hip if you only know one song like, if you only know Show Me, go listen to the rest of this stuff, man. For real. Um, Alright, so, you got any other topics you want to touch on before we get into this top five? Uh, no, not really. I haven't really been up to much lately. Alright. Uh, no other pressing music topics, I don't think. You see, uh, YG or Takashi Six Nine and YG are beefing. <laughs> man, Takashi needs to chill out, man. I I did see that actually. I saw his little his video. I didn't see anything YG said back yet, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. I don't get like I wouldn't even talk back to Takashi Six Nine if I was YG for what? Right, there's. Just like it's basically clout. Yeah. To me, after Takashi says my name, like, what do I have to say back to him for? Like, what do I have to talk back to him? Or he already gave me a little more energy. And, you know, people say, oh, who's YG? Oh, you know, people who. Obviously, there's some people who like Takashi that don't listen to any other, like, rap music. Like, I don't know if you've noticed that, but he really just gets. A lot of publicity from people who don't even really listen to music, like yeah, rap music. That's what he is. He's like a gimmick. Yeah. So when he says he, he YG, like, I'm sure you know the little nerdy kids who are on Instagram all the time. So oh YG YG, who is that? Who's Takashi talking about? So they go and look him up, and you know YG gets some listens. YG shouldn't say anything back. For what? He got what he needed. A little, uh, you know, his name is out there. I'd be done. I'd just let it go. Whatever. Right. 
Well, you know, pride gets in the way, all that. Especially from an L.A. guy. No right. offense to you, our California listeners, but you guys know. You know how you are. <laughs> pride is... L.A. is, you know, top three prideful cities in the nation, I would say. They got their pride. Or in California in general. Yeah, yeah. Can't mess with them. Um... Yeah, I don't have any other news. You? No? No, that's pretty much it. Alright, so last week, uh, we said we were going to talk about featured artists. And um, we talked about collabs on our previous top five podcast, which is, I guess we're going to do top fives in the middle of the week. Um, but uh, this time, we're it's going to be our top five favorite featured artists ever that's right right mike that's what you got uh mine's a little more modern yeah mine's most of mine is modern too but okay. it's like you know but matter of fact mine is completely modern all still artists mine are all still artists they're just not all always featured as they always were i guess well okay. I, i'll just get in you want me to go first or you want to go uh, first? No, I'll lead the way with this one. My, my five is pretty simple. Right. Uh, I'll give a bit. Um, my, my number five pick is probably the most like out there choice. <laughs> All right, I'm ready. But at five, I'm going to go two chains. Okay. That's not out there. Two chains does some. <laughs> he adds to songs. To, to me, yeah, that's the thing with him. And like, I've never liked any of his projects. I haven't liked too many of his songs, to be honest. <laughs> but he can, he adds so much when he just like hops in for a verse. Because he, when, when you hear him in a project, it's too much. <laughs> but when he just, when you get like a, like a little piece of him. Yeah. I think it's, per- he's, he's perfect in that, in that like aspect. Yeah, I gotcha. Cause he can he can mix it up, man. His verses are always like creative, cause he always says like wacky shit. Yeah. Uh, but usually it's really funny. Mm-hmm. So at the at the very least, if you don't like what like the flow, at the very least you can take the lines because he's got that twenty one savage thing where it's just like funny as shit, whatever they say. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, I, I'm a, I'm a big fan of when Two Chains hops in. Yeah, he he's one of those guys. A nice taste of him is always good, but no one really. Well, I don't really he's want not, a full he's not meal. A full like meal. Yeah. yeah, yeah. All right. At number four, I'm gonna go with uh, somebody who's in the moment, Travis Scott. <laughs> okay. He's another guy who, even though he's shown, you know. The ability to to put projects together that are good. Mm-hmm. When he's when he's just like a piece of a song, I feel like he brings so much like creative elements to it. Mm-hmm. That a lot of the times it makes the song good. Okay. I mean, he's you think about it. He he works well with so many people. Yeah, he does. But the cool thing about it is that. It's not, he's not just, you know, he's not like a DJ Khaled where he's just producing. He's actually involved in the creation of the song. 
Right. And he does good, man. He he's got good uh, good abilities, and with when it comes to hooks, he could drop like a, a cool line here and there. Yeah. Uh, his verses are they usually flow nice. Even though the lines are usually pretty simple, his ad libs are always you know his ad libs could get pretty repetitive if you've listened to him a lot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I, I like I like him as a feature. It's just it's a taste. That's that's what it comes down to with these features for me. Like when these guys can come in and just add something cool to the song. That's that's when it's the best for me. Yep. At three, I'm gonna go with a guy we haven't really. <clears throat> so far, we're on episode eleven, and we really haven't like talked about him enough. I would say, mm-hmm. and that's Kendrick. <laughs> okay. We haven't really gone into you know what we like, what we don't like about him. I'm pretty sure we both have, you know, things we like and don't like. But mm-hmm. to me, it surprises me because he usually shows that creative side on features. Where when he like from his projects, I know it's gonna be. Like, it's going to be unique, but I know the style I'm kind of getting from him. I know the storytelling is going to be crazy. But when he's featured, he kind of gets a chance to have fun, yeah. almost. Yeah. And that's cool to me that he's kind of like, when he's featured, it's kind of like a different side of him, like a fun side. And, you know, he's all, his verses are always great, man. He's <laughs> yeah. He's one of those guys who, like, he just... His bars are so rarely bad that he's a must-hear in any song that he's included in. Yeah, I gotcha. I agree, definitely. Um, these next uh, number two and one, you're. I'm sure you're probably gonna have both of them in your <laughs> top five. <laughs> are they? Uh, yeah, I mean, if you haven't had the two, I mean, yeah, I could probably guess. But go ahead. Number two is Tori. Okay. Tory Lanez, man. Uh, maybe this one's kind of living in the moment, but he's been so great, man. He's been playing with his vocals on songs. Yeah. Uh, he's he's really playing with the flows also. Like, he could come in so many different ways. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at like, the way he came in on Liddy. Yeah. Uh, like, that kind of set him off. And he's been he's kind of been on fire as a feature ever since. Right. Yeah. And even not as a feature, but just his chemistry is so like he doesn't he rarely hurts a song like with someone yeah, else. He, even if it's he's his got song. That flavor of create creative capability that he just he finds a way to to play with it. Yeah, he does. Definitely does. Number one, I mean, any surprise is is Drake. <laughs> Wait, now don't you don't have to talk too much about Drake because I think we're gonna get into him later. But I have an interesting perspective oh, on. Okay, Drake. go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, my thing with him is he gets. I have like I have several friends who are you know haters. Yeah. <laughs> and and their thing is that he kind of the he, Drake kind of hops on trends, mm-hmm. and and I'm a stand, and I'll be honest, I could see that criticism. Yeah, of course. But 
it's one thing to hop on a trend because a lot of people hop on trends. <laughs> Drake hops on trends and makes them his own, like yeah, for real. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. That's my that's my thing with Drake, and it's how many songs has he hopped on? Now, like, th- it's tough to gauge whether he's made them hits or he hopped on the already created hit. I don't think it's hard to gauge. I think you he's... think he's making like he's a huge reason why. <laughs> yeah, and I'm after my five. I'm gonna tell. I'm gonna name a couple of them. So, if... I'll let I'll let you name off the tracks. But my thing is like, even when he's even if you say that he's just. He hops on the, the the hit. Yeah. It's not like he's ruining it. Yeah, I can't. You know what I mean? It still takes insane ability to hop on a a, tra- a hit and you know keep it a hit. Did you hear? Did you ever hear um the Lemon remix? I did. That's the only one I feel like was already hit that Drake hopped on after and like didn't make it better. Didn't add anything to it. Yeah. And I'm not saying Don't get me that wrong. Drake has Drake has some duds. He he does, but but even man. if they're duds, it's like, and I'm only talking about ones that he's hopped on afterwards. Like that one, it's not um, the duds like never get worse. It just is either the same or is better. But like that one, it just was just completely unnecessary for Drake to be in <laughs> to me. That's fair. That's fair. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man, Drake. Yeah, man, that's my top five. That's a good top it's five. Pretty, pretty simple. Yeah, I kept it. I kept it to all like the shore. I mean, there's wild card. Like Young Thug for me is a wild card. Yeah. Like Young Thug can make a song so great, but he can also be so awful at times. Yeah, and and honestly, kind of how you are with Two Chains, Thug. The only songs I really like by Young Thug are the ones he's featured on. Like, I like maybe. I, I'm not. I'm not rocking with that. Now I'm. I'm just saying for me, just for me. Okay. I, like it may be two or three Young Thug songs that I, I like a lot, but like, um, about the money was you know that he was great on. He added so much to that song that I'm glad uh, that song had him. Like if he wasn't there. I would never listen to that song. That's one of those songs for him. It felt like it was his song for a long time. The way he comes yeah. out in the beginning. Um, I mean, he has a, he has a lot of songs like that. I'm saying, but I don't know. He's he's one of those guys. He is on the edge of hard to tell if he's really really good or uh, you know duds. Cause he, and I also think one thing that is hard with Drake. Drake can choose what songs to get on and sometimes I don't think like Young Thug really has that option like I feel like Drake at that point I feel like a label might hop because Drake has so much power that he makes decisions but I don't think to agree with what you're saying I don't think every other artist has that power yeah like I don't cause like (laughs) I don't think people would even want Young Thug on some of their songs like oh no for sure yeah and Drake and it's I a also very think particular style. And I also think people who give Drake a song, Drake said, "No, I'm not getting on that." You know what I mean? Yeah. So, 
Yeah, that's that's one thing that I think helps Drake, but it's it's not his fault. It's because he's good. He earned it. Um. So yeah, that's a good five. Uh, my five has some that like aren't as popping now, but I just historically I just had to. A few throwbacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Uh, so number five, I'm gonna go with one of the goats. Uh. T-Pain is my number five. Um, he hasn't been on a lot of songs recently, but you could just count count the hits T-Pain has been on. It, yeah, man. This, he's like, um, if you're doing like a fantasy draft, he's like a short pick. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what you're getting from T-Pain, yeah. and that's an anthem, you know, or just a... Just, He's gonna give you fire, and then even when he wants to rap, like he did on, um, like on Blame It, like he has a little rap verse on there. Yeah. I mean, he kills it. It's just he's he's shown some potential, man. And he's another one of those guys really creative with his, with how he does. I mean, he just has hit after hit. That <laughs> he has so many hits that sometimes I think some people forget T Pain has like his own songs, other than like, you know, Shawty snapping and stuff. Uh, you know, buy you a drink, like those big hits. But since then, it seems like he is way more featured artist hits than his own hits. So, um, yeah, T Pain is my fifth. Um, fourth, I'm gonna go with uh, Ty Dolla Sign is my fourth. Um, I like it. Yeah, Ty. He just finds a way to make. Like, he's one of those guys that's really crossover in that he can sing and make it sound, make a song sound a little bit sweeter, like a little nicer. But also, he can hop on a trappy kind of song and still have like a, you know, he does that like singing rap thing he does, which is, I mean, he's just another versatile guy. He's similar to T-Pain in, in that sense, but he's, just not with the career. My slight issue with him, like, I agree with him as a feature. I really love him as a feature. Mm-hmm. But I feel like, like, in his own music, he hasn't found, like, a great balance. Yeah, I agree. For, that, for what you're talking about with how he could play with it. Yeah, I agree. Like, oftentimes, his, his projects, to me, I expect them to be so good... And I just don't get that same, like, that same shit that he finds as a feature, you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I totally I don't know, agree. I don't know where the disconnect comes from. I don't know if it's, like, whoever's producing his shit, or if it's just him, like, having to write his own stuff is the problem. I don't know. No, I, I agree with you, because I think he's one of those guys that if you set the pace, he can keep it. But if you tell him to make the pace, it's not always good, you know? Yeah. If they say, hey, Ty, you know, what What are you thinking for this? Then, you, you know, it may be garbage. But if you say, here's what I'm thinking, Ty can make what you're thinking better. But, I, yeah, I, I'm with you. His last album I really, really liked, uh, Beach House 3. But before that, right. uh, Campaign. A lot of duds before that. Campaign was just not it, man. I mean, he had some other ones that were long. Like that's the other thing. A lot of his albums are really long. Yeah, Free TC just had, and I like Free TC, but 
It just had so many... Uh, I didn't. That's the one I was thinking of. It had so many directions. I like some of the songs, I should say. It had so many directions. Like I didn't know what to think. I, I'm not going to get into a t, uh, Ty Dolla Sign deep dive right now, but anyway... No need. That's, that was my fourth, right? That's yeah, only... I'm a fan of Beach House EP, by the way. Big fan. Yeah, yeah, me too. That... That yeah, was that was number four, Todd Allison. Yeah. Number three, I gotta go with Chris Brown because now that Chris Brown is rapping, I was gonna I was gonna put him in mind, but it, I figured you were gonna take it. So <laughs> now that Chris Brown is rapping, oh, I mean, like he's one of those guys you only need one verse and say, "Chris, you do the rest of this," and it's gonna he's be a fire. Oh man. <laughs> Like is is like, he is such a goat. <laughs> he really is, and I mean, you could count again countless hits, hit after hit after hit featured, and then now him and this him and Joiner, Lucas with this, you know, whatever they call themselves doing with this rap thing is just. Uh, and he's he's a guaranteed like, he's a guaranteed if he comes up in the track list. Yeah. You know the the hook is going to be great. <laughs> yeah. Like you there's no reason for you to do the hook if Chris is going to be on that song at all. Like Right. Why are you doing the hook? Chris is here. <laughs> like it's like that. And then your song is almost I mean, if you're if anyone knows who you are, your song is almost guaranteed to be on the radio at least once. Like at least for a week. You're going to get on the radio if Chris is on your song. It's just like it's just sure. that easy. I mean, he got this this new Agnes Mo. Like I I've never heard of her before, but like her song is on the radio just because. I mean, just because Chris is in it and, and he kills it as always. So, you know, like you you brought up the Tyga and Chris and we had the collab uh, podcast. They just he just has a chemistry with just about anybody and whatever you need, Chris can do it. Oh, you need a, a slow song? I got you. Oh, you need a rap? I could do that. Everything. It's just... I mean, everyone knows this. It's Chris Brown, so... It's yeah, no shock. It's, it's another sure pick. Yeah. And then, um... I have the same top two as you. Tory Lanez and Drake. Um, yeah, man. <laughs> I don't know. I really don't know what else to say. Tory... Tory, again... The chemistry he can create and the versatility, the singing, the rapping, the subject matter he can spit is just, is just, it's so advanced for like where he is in his career, I would say. Like it's like something that I feel like a lot of artists don't get until like their third or fourth album. And he's, you know, where he is now. I mean, he's had a lot of mixtapes and stuff, but. He's good things are coming for him, I think. I'm very excited for what his his future holds. Yes, and rumor Bryson Tiller and Tory Lane's song coming out next week. Oh, I will. I am saying this right now, Bryson. I know you're not listening, but if you know one of your friends is listening, you have to deliver, man, on this. I'm serious. This is 
Like, I, I know you have... First of all, you said you were having an album coming out at the end of the summer. It's like, you know, I don't know how many days left of summer it is, but it's not a lot. Not a lot, yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I haven't heard I anything. I haven't seen anything, yeah. Yeah, haven't heard any release dates, haven't seen you. Um, you know, I, you got this little feature with her, that's cool, but, like... You know, you know your last album was trash, and I know some people liked it. Some people said they went back to it and it got better over time. But you know, you know yourself. It's called true maybe, to self for a reason, cause you know. Maybe his maybe his problem was his first album set the bar so high. Yeah, but even if this was if if true to self was his first album, nobody would hear of him again. <laughs> That's true. I'll give you that. So, it, it, you know, regardless of the... Obviously, the first album was amazing. But again, I'm not I'm not getting into a Bryson deep dive because I don't feel like it. But this him and Tori, we know Tori's going to deliver. No matter whose song it is. When Tori has someone else on the song, he finds a way to, like, elevate his game. And I think he's... I think this is going to be a good uh, moment. But Bryson, you gotta bring it, man. You know, if you need to tell Tori to write, write your verse, do what you gotta do. But <laughs> I need some heat. I need it. And then, um, my number one, Drake. I mean, Drake is the only featured artist. Uh, maybe in T Pain, but Drake has created full careers just off of of guest verse he's had a guest verse that has created full careers for artists like I mean you know how often does that happen oh it never happens practically <laughs> but Drake man I, I don't think I need to say all of them but I mean yeah you does anyone know there's so many so many can you name me amigo song before versace oh no he <laughs> he put him on the map <laughs> on the map um now now migos have carved up like their own path yeah 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 but he put them he gave them the chance to carve a path he did <laughs> i love mcconan where is he who is he? Nobody. <laughs> exactly. Um, this, and I, I mean this not on the same scale as the other names I've just said, but how many ASAP Rocky songs have been on the radio ever? I don't know, probably like four or five. Four or five. Which one? Which one is by far the most memorable? And I'm not obviously. There's another name in there. Well, two names that you said are in there, but yeah, fucking problems. Yes, but I mean Kendrick and Drake. They they. I mean, they stole the show. They stole the show for sure, by a long shot. Um, it's Drake, dude. Drake stole the show so many times. So many. Just let me just think off the top of my head. Mm-hmm. He stole the show and popped that. Yes. 
That song kind of sucks if Drake's verse isn't in there. Yeah. He stole the show and stay scheming. Yes. Sucks if he's not in there. Completely yeah. sucks. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Bert? Uh, no, it's... Off the top of my head, it's hard to come up with names. I mean... If if people... If you haven't heard the Aston Martin music extended version... Oh my god. <laughs> that's one of Drake's best guest verses. I don't... And I feel like Rick on purpose didn't release the extended till the video because he right. knew Drake murdered it. Murder. Um, I mean, Drake low-key is bring, like, has kept Bun B relevant with, like, the features he has. Jesus. <laughs> Bun B. <laughs> Call me off guard with that one. Um... Is it? Am I wrong? No, you're not. I can't think of another Bun V song in the last five years that Drake isn't in. Um, I mean, I'm on one. Drake stole the show. I mean, not steal the show because I guess that song is really his show anyway. But I mean, round of applause. I'm just we in this bitch 1.5 or we in this 1.5? Great. His verse is so fire. <sighs> Poetic justice. Oh my god. <laughs> Kendrick, look out. I mean... It, I'm on one? Yeah. <laughs> I thought his shit in Fall For Your Type was great. Great. And have you heard the version that he sings? Oh my god. <laughs> Dude, that, that might be one of his greatest, like... If Jamie Foxx hadn't done that, that might have been one of his greatest songs. Oh, yeah. With with him singing and his verse? Yeah. Yeah, it definitely would have been. It would have been... It would be on his greatest hits album. For sure. <laughs> For sure. Um, Dude, he was great. <clears throat> Did Do you remember Deuces? Yeah, of course. You remember the remix with, like, way too many people? Yes, of course. Drake was the only one who murdered it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, yeah, he was. I mean, I, I cut it yeah. off after his part, honestly. Exactly. <laughs> I definitely cut it off after his part. I don't blame you at all. And then, um, you know, the Little Wayne and Drake collaboration has just, you know, been Drake. amazing, always. The re- the re- one you said, Rihanna and Drake. Amazing. So good. Yeah, Rihanna's. <sighs> You know his her some of her greatest hits. You know Drake is there. Uh, Birdman, his rap career is all he owes it to Drake now. I mean at first he owed it to Wayne, but then Drake stole his rap career and kept it alive. You know. Uh, yeah. On YG's uh, "Who Do You Love?" Yeah, honestly, I'd never heard of YG before that song. Exactly. <laughs> I'm in. I was in the same boat. I was like, dude, Drake, great. That's after that. I hadn't. I ignored YG. Right. Yeah. I just played the song to hear Drake. Uh, who's partying next door without Drake? <clears throat> Nobody. <laughs> I won't say the weekend because the weekend would probably still be an artist. 
but I don't know how big of an artist he'd be without Drake. My thing is like, even with some of like, like the weekend's kind of in the same boat as uh, Migos are because, like, he's carved his own path and he's great on his own now. Mm-hmm. But Drake put him in this position to be successful. Yeah, he he's bigger than Migos to me because. Oh no, he is for sure. Yeah, cause I I heard a weekend song before Drake. I had not heard anything. I didn't know. I was like, "Yo, this isn't Drake's song." <laughs> like when I heard Versace the first time, like without looking at the name of it and stuff. Right. I'm like, "Oh, Drake got a new song. It's hard. Who are these other guys?" <laughs> I I'll never forget my first time listening to Versace. I was like, "Who are these other bums?" Like. <laughs> I'll never hear from these guys again. I'm sure of that. Exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, so, you know, at least Weekend had a couple nice songs, you know, before <laughs> before Drake decided to take it up a notch. Um, yeah, man, we could talk about his, his songs for hours. I mean, there's so many great ones. Uh, 100 with the game. Oh, <laughs> great. Yes. So, um, yeah, that's that's our top five featured artists. Uh, you know, if you guys want to hit us up, give you, give us your top five, or give us some artists you guys think we should have mentioned. You know, that's cool. Tell us. We didn't say Wayne. He's kind of an honorable mention because I can't remember the last time he had a good featured verse, but <laughs> I, he's still in the record books. Is you know one of the greatest featured rap artists but you know I can't I can't put them in this five that I named now yeah it's also like to an extent it's like a live in the moment kind of thing it is cause you know obviously there's some legendary you know Snoop is like a legendary featured artist um Fab is a really good one M Nas Jay, even Jay-Z to me Yeah, Jay-Z is another really, really good one um, Ludacris is a really good one Oh, He was in my he was. I had him written for honorable mention I forgot to say him But Ludacris is definitely uh, You know, worth mentioning And one of the uh, Featured artists, this has been a while too Rick Ross is another really good featured artist um, You know, this guy's A lot of guys we could go down the list for a long time, but for sure. Um, so we done with music now to movies. Yeah, man, it's time for that transition. Yeah, uh, you got anything to talk about as far as movies go? First, no, man. There's there's some stuff coming out. Uh, Slenderman movies coming out. Yeah. Uh, How do you feel about that? Awful. It looks awful. It looks really bad, but I, I'm a like I've said it before. I'm a horror movie guy, so I I'll probably check it out at some point. But uh, yeah, that's that's really it. August is such a slow movie stretch. Yeah, because a lot of times they're debuting stuff for Thanksgiving and Christmas and all that. Uh, that's what is kind of whack. They'll give you the really vicious trailers. Oh, it's coming Christmas. Like, why are you telling us now in August? <laughs> there, there's a few other movies that I, I'm not... I guess I'm not giving their due. 
the the Spike Lee movies is coming out. Yeah, with Denzel's son as the star. Yes, he was a. Uh, now to give this guy credit, he was great in uh, Ballers. I don't know right. if you've seen that. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't watched all of it, but I've heard that he was good on the show. Yeah. Yeah, I watched about maybe like seventy percent of the first season, and it's good. Mm-hmm. He, he's really good in it. Mm-hmm. And the other one is uh, the Meg, which is like a shark movie. Yeah, Statham. I'm not even gonna bother with that one. <laughs> I don't Jason get that. Statham. I don't get. You got to transition before I start talking about Jason Statham. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, that's it. Those are the only two. Only big ones. Yeah, only only two ones that I yeah are even worth mentioning. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I don't have gonna, any worth mentioning. I'm not gonna talk about you know bad movies. I'm not gonna throw them under the bus. I'm not gonna drop any names like the spy who dumped me. <clears throat> I'm not gonna drop any names. I don't want to do that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'll I'll take that into consideration. Um, uh, I, yeah. So last week we also talked about. Um, first of all, shout out to Mila Kunis, by the way. But <laughs> we talked about our top five uh, action stars, right? That's what we were gonna do today. Yep. Um, so I, I'm gonna let you go first again with this one. Well, this list I took careful. I considered a lot of things to, to put this list together. The movies, the the stretch, the career stretch, mm-hmm. the di- the the skill level of the actor. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, and and I like I like my list. And at number five, speak of the devil, uh, comes Jason Statham. <laughs> Good pit. Now. Now, if you're if you're you know if you're a young person, or maybe if you're just getting into movies, within the last like five years, <laughs> uh, you probably you probably don't think very much of Jason Statham because he's all he's struggling. had is yeah, man, he's yeah. been on a little bit of a down down streak. Yeah, he he went into comedy a little bit, but and that that's what he. That's where his roots started, so I can't really blame him. And he's he's good with comedic timing. He is. He's he's got a good vibe. Uh, if if for the real movie buffs, Guy Ritchie put him on the map way back in the day. Uh, he was really funny for a while, but his uh, transporter set it off. Mm-hmm. Transporter set it off, and I love Transporter. I love the original the original one. Mm-hmm. I I liked parts of the second one. Yeah. And I the third one, uh it doesn't it's not awful, but like, <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't need to exist. It's garbage. Okay, that's fair. I wouldn't argue that. <laughs> but, but I I yeah, totally man, he's, agree. He's a, first one was t- fantastic. Yeah, man, he's had a ton of movies that have kind of he doesn't, you know, he, he doesn't release, like, Oscar contenders, but his movies are all fun. He's great. He does a lot of his own stunts, and most of the people on my list um, do the majority of their own stunts, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So you get a good, 
Yeah, man. He said um, a movie that a lot of people don't remember from him is Safe. Yeah. Where he protects like a little Asian girl from the mob in New York. Yeah. Uh, greatness. It was a great movie, yeah. Uh, he was he was great. I I loved him. This is kind of a guilty pleasure movie, but in both cranks. <laughs> both cranks. Oh man. Uh, maybe not the second one. <laughs> the second one was garbage. Transporter three and Crank two are neck and neck. Yeah. <laughs> Look, he's he's like any other actor, man. He has a lot of duds. Yeah, Italian Job, he was good in too. I mean, he, yeah, he wasn't I the like star, him a lot but in Italian Job, he's, he's a good supporting character. Yeah. Uh, he he some low key movies that he was good in: Bank Job, uh, <laughs> Chaos. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought um, <clears throat> I thought Cellular was one that a lot of people forget about. Yeah, Cellular was good. He was a cool bad guy. He had Chris Evans in there, a young Chris Evans. Yeah. I liked him in The Expendables, the whole franchise. <laughs> the franchise is not great, but he, he's good in it. He was he was the key to them, to me. To them, like, yeah, he, he's still He's got really good. good chemistry with Sly, which it's hard because it's hard to understand what Sly says. Right. So... Um, yeah, uh, he's had some. I mean, he's had some duds. Don't get. I, I like Death Race. So that's another one that I like. Yeah, that. Uh, that's what I'm gonna do for all all these guys. I'll just name off some movies that I like. Yeah, that the first mechanic re up was was okay. The second one, and uh, Statham really just <laughs> needs to chill out with. Uh, Statham's career, sequence. I'll admit it. He he's on a downward spiral right now. Yeah. But to be honest, I heard he's pretty good in this uh, shark movie. Like he's having fun with it. He's not taking himself seriously, which is what I ex- which is what I want from a movie like this. If I'm gonna watch it, you know, mm-hmm. I don't want anybody in there to take themselves too seriously. Anyway, that's that's enough time on Statham. I feel like right. Uh, my number four is a bit of a throwback, but Harrison Ford. Good pick. Now. Harrison Ford to me he's um he's kind of he's kind of uh, like kind of does the same thing almost mm-hmm. but Harrison Ford has participated or been the star of some of the greatest action franchises ever put to film absolutely I mean Star Wars you know it's not an exactly action but he's great goat he's not just he steals the show for me Star Wars. Yeah. Oh yeah, like he's an iconic character in the franchise. How how many other characters in the franchise got their own movie? None. Exactly. Well, yeah, that's it. <laughs> exactly. But um, <clears throat> yeah, man. Uh, Indiana Jones, like Indiana Jones, was setting landmarks in terms of what they were doing in action. Goat. At the time, and all, to me, all of them except the the latest one's okay. Yeah, it really wasn't bad. I mean, it's just it's just it's not a classic like the other ones. Yeah, I could the um the third one was just okay, but with the dad with Sean Connery as the dad. Yeah, I didn't love that one. That was a little too much. Well, all right, that's that's fair. The last one. Yeah, man, he's yeah Shia. I don't know what they were trying to do with Shia in there, but I liked it still. I really did. Yeah, I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. 
But he's also he was Jack Ryan for two movies. Great. He's probably the best Jack Ryan. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of Jack Ryans and none of them have topped. I feel like what he did with uh, Patriot Games was the one I loved. What was the other one? Um, Clear oh, and man. present danger. Yeah. I wanna say? Yeah. 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 Okay. I I didn't love that one, but I still enjoyed it. But Patriot Games, I just loved yeah but they were both really good yeah he was he i mean he was in blade runner greatness and and despite how you might feel about blade runner it's you know there's a lot of discussion to be had about the original and even the newest one but i mean he was great in it yeah fugitive oh it's a classic air force one I mean, classic. Yeah, you could go all day with him, man. He, he, uh, That's like he's like a must pick for me. <laughs> he is. He's a lock, definitely. Like, he's he's participated in some of the greatest like action movies ever made. Like to me, Fugitive is one of the greatest action movies ever made. Oh yeah, it is. Like thriller to action. Yeah, it's it's more suspense than action, but it is. I mean, it's it's great. It's definitely great. Uh, all right. So, uh, all right. At three. Uh huh. At three, I'm I'm going with Bruce Willis. <laughs> now he's another guy who's lately his career has <laughs> gone the wrong way. Bruce either has goats or duds, one or the other. Like he doesn't have a lot of movies that are just just good. No, I agree with you there, but man, he was he was on fire in the '90s. Oh yeah. He owns the '90s, pretty much. He's he's, I mean, he's the star of arguably the greatest action movie ever made. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Die Hard, and and this is, I think, what separates him. Like Harrison Ford is iconic as uh, Han Solo, but in the other, like he's he's great as Indiana Jones, but. Like, Bruce Willis is John McClane. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's just... He owns the role. Like, you remember his portrayal of the role. Not just... The movie's great. It, I don't mind people saying it's the greatest action movie ever. Do I agree with it? No, but that's that's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but uh, Pulp Fiction... Even though, like, it's debated, like... To me, if a movie has action elements, like, and the actor is participating in those elements, that then I'll I count it with the rest of the discography. All right. He was great in Red more recently. Fifth Element, he was great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was. Um, what else? Mercury okay Rising in... was a great movie, underrated. Yeah, uh, it was good in Armageddon. Armageddon was all right, a fun like popcorn movie. Yeah, it was good. It was just really long, but it was really good, really good. Movie. Yeah, I loved him in Looper. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed uh, Twelve Monkeys. Was a little different, not quite action. But, That's a great movie. Uh, Tears of the Sun is un- very underrated in my opinion. Absolutely. Uh, and he had a. I thought he was good in Sin City. Yeah, he was not, good. Not a fan. He was not good. Not a fan. Yeah, no, I'm not a fan. That's fair. Uh, I loved him, and a lot of people don't know this, but Last Boy Scout. Greatness. 
That movie. I love that movie, man. Criminally underrated. (laughs) Criminally. Yeah, it is. It definitely is. But yeah, man, he's another guy. He's kind of like a pastime. I'm excited to see what he does in a glass. Yeah, me too. But um, I doubt yeah, if it's going to be action. Though. Lately, has gone the wrong way. Yeah, he's uh, just the, doing too much, really. The movie he released recently, I don't even remember what it was called, but it sucked. <laughs> that what is that one? Like, a day in like Venice or whatever. Ago. That one was uh, trash. I don't even. I don't think I've seen that one. But <laughs> Death Wish. That's what I'm looking at. Oh, it's trash. Garbage. <laughs> Once upon a so time boring. in Venice. <laughs> garbage. I might have missed that. He's one. had a lot of garbage ones. He did that one with um, the dude from uh, um, Saved by the Bell. That was trash. I forgot his name uh, already, but uh, we're not. You talking about Hayden Christensen? No, 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 no. From Saved by the Bell. But, um, hold up, dude. <laughs> I'm not a Saved by the continue, Bell guy. Continue. Continue. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the next. I mean, we can go to the next guy. The point is, like, he's been in great movies. Yeah, he has. And he he adds like his own element to them. Yeah, he does. More so, more so than the previous guys, in my opinion. Now you could, uh, you could debate Harrison Ford because it's a toss up, really. But I guess it's just my opinion at the end of the day so that's that's how I ended up feeling about it and the movie's called Precious Cargo from 2016 it was garbage but yeah he hasn't had a good movie his last good movie I think was Die Hard 4 or the fourth one with the sun no 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 no, no. <laughs> thank god that's not what you were talking about no no the a one with day. the hacker I mean yeah 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 um live free or die hard that was greatness that low key love, is my love, favorite one. <laughs> I don't know if it's my favorite, but it's underrated for sure. It is, yeah, yeah. I mean, Red was since then though. Red was good. Red was twenty ten. That might have been right after. No, Live Free or Die Hard was two thousand seven. It's like a comedy. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, and then the GI Joe yeah, thing. He was, in, he was in those. All right. All right, we're back. Had a little bit of technical difficulties, but. I'm moving on from Bruce Willis because uh, we've talked about him enough, and yeah, yeah. Man, he's got a bunch of great movies. I'm sure you've seen so, like anybody who's listening. Die Hard. I mean, there's not that many people out there who haven't seen Die Hard. So exactly. Number two, maybe I'm living in the moment, but Tom Cruise is. <laughs> That's not living in the moment at all. He's, he's a, a legendary legend. Legend. Yeah, I, I don't. Mean, the, I mean, the Mission Impossible franchise has gotten better and better. Yep. I mean, Top Gun. Yep. Edge of Tomorrow. Yep. Even Jack Reacher. Ja- the first one I liked. Yeah. The second one was popular. I I didn't like it either. He but was great. He was great in the Last Samurai. Yeah. He was great in Collateral. Great. He was amazing in Minority Report. Fantastic. One of my favorites of all times. I liked him. I liked him a lot in War of the Worlds, too. Yeah. Yeah. That's a legend. Yeah, man. And and he's, you know, he's 
probably the only guy on the list who is pretty diverse when it comes to movies. And he's the most flawless. He's not flawless, but the most flawless out of everyone you said, too. He doesn't have a lot of bad movies. No, yeah, I mean, we're not going to talk about the few bad ones he had. I'm not going to throw out any names. Oblivion, (laughs) The Mummy. I'm not going to name drop. I don't want to do that. (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to be honest. The Mummy was just atrocious. It was just so unnecessary for them to do that. Russell Crowe in there. Speaking of honorable mention for Russell (laughs) Crowe. Honorable mention for what? Gladiator, baby. (laughs) He does one good action movie and he's... Whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not just good. It's a classic. Fantastic action movie. He's an honorable mention. For sure. Wow. He won an Oscar for Gladiator. He did? (laughs) Deservingly so. You're right. (laughs) <laughs> Go ahead. I love, but anyway, we're getting distracted. Uh, yeah. Tom Cruise, man, he's great. Bro. He brings he brings a certain energy that just that just makes action movies so good. Yeah. And the the dedication, you know, he, there's all these stories about how he does all his own stunts, and I mean that's that's what you want out of an actor. Yeah. And number one, I gotta I gotta go classic. Arnold Schwarzenegger. Of course. The legend lock. himself. The lock number one. To me, to me, if if I mean granted, you know, if you're younger and you haven't seen a ton of movies. And you only uh, know him yeah, if from his pick, politics. Right. If yeah. you want to make a modern selection, I get it. But if you consider yourself a movie buff and he's not your num top three your list is skewed as far as I'm concerned. Top two. I can't think of any two people who would even be close to being ahead of him. He has some of the most iconic action roles ever. Terminator. Terminator is an iconic. Yeah. It's as iconic as all the movies we've named. Probably. Sure. Yeah, equally. And he I- makes the iconic. movie like... Whoever hired him is genius because all the ones he's not in are trash. For sure. And, like, I don't see anybody else doing what he did as well as he did. You know how good he is? They keep trying to make, like, his movies over. Like, Total Recall, let's try that again. Predator, let's try that again. They keep trying these Terminators that are all trash. Like, you know... He's just he's that iconic that he was they have so to try great. to like redo the, the him. Predator is one of the Predator is my that second good, favorite they can't. Like, action. None of them have ever. been better. I mean Predator is just so great. I won't say he added that much to it, but it was a cool he was like a Yeah man, Ar- Arnold uh Predator is one of my favorite movies ever. It's in my top ten. Oh yeah, and, and he's well deserved. I, I mean, Commando was go. Raw Deal, great. Conan, uh, Eraser, great. Conan, great. Yeah, he was the Running Man, great. Great. And then even his other like you know, True Lies and oh, True Lies is go. 
yeah, he is some of the great. He's really one of the best actors, period. But action, you gotta say him, man. He has to be in it. Gotta be. And the last stand. He came from what? Uh, yeah, man, he's just he's <laughs> incredible. That new one, it, even though it was like, I feel like it was supposed to be garbage. He still found a way to make it all right. Like last stand. Yeah. Yeah, it felt it felt like a throwback. It did, yeah, it did. I like that. Yeah. Uh. But yeah, man, I'm gonna. I'll save my honorable mentions for for after, because there, there's <laughs> a. I, I'm curious to see who your five is. Well, uh, don't get too curious, because it's a lot of the, it's same, the same names. <laughs> it's, it's the same. You have the exact same five as me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> consensus five. Yeah, I have some honorable mentions, but yeah, that's the same five in different order, but it's the same five. My order was um, Statham, Bruce, Harrison, Tom, and Arnold. I mean, it's just one yeah, difference, I, right? Yeah, it's but isn't Bruce? I didn't like really I said, have it was a toss up. Yeah, and really, Tom and Arnold at the top were really the only ones that mattered for me. The other two, other three, I just, I just threw in there. But I have nothing else to say. I feel like you covered, you said all the movies, so. Yeah. They're they're amazing. Bro, throw out some honorable mentions. I mean, these, these um, five, real quick. These five are goats, like. Goats. They're so flawed, like in terms of their action uh, credibility. Uh, is goats. Yeah, for sure. Um, honorable mention. I had Mel Gibson. Um, I had Clint Eastwood, which he's he's like different. It. Yeah, he's it's different because he you know most of his movies is definitely even before us, but they're legendary movies. And people again, if you if you are into movies, if you can deal with old movies, the lack of special effects and everything, Clint, you need to check Clint's. Resume, the the man, Dirty Harry series is a good like throwback series to check out. Oh yeah, of course. And then his his quote unquote westerns, I mean, amazing. And like the thing is, he was a guy that his westerns weren't like they weren't country. If you watch one of his westerns, like Pale Rider, like it's not a country movie. It's like it's in the Western, but he's so... I, I can't think of the word I'm, I want to use, but he's so compelling as an actor. It's just different, man. He's a different different breed of actors. Um, those were really my uh, honorable mentions. I had... I thought about Jet Li, too. And, well, I just wanted to say him, because he was an honorable mention, too. I want to shout out Jet I Li. I have a fuck ton of honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. But I, I want to shout out Jet Li because Jet Li is not a karate, kung fu, uh, just like, that's not all he is compared to a lot of the guys who are only in those kind of movies. He found a way to cross over and be in American action movies and star in them and make great movies. Like... Um, well, if you're gonna shout out Jet Li, I gotta shout out Jackie. Yeah, but Jackie, 
<laughs> you can shout out Jackie. Go ahead. Jackie had, to be fair, Jackie had more of a a lot more of a comedic element. Yeah, exactly. Because his movies, his best movies else mentioned so far, but yeah, and his best movies aren't action movies per se. Like they're, you know, I don't know what Rush Hour is. <laughs> But it is mostly comedy that he happens to do some action. action comedy? In. Yeah, no, man, he's, he's an action legend. He's More he's, or less. He's always done his own stuff. He's, you know, there's hella stories about him getting injured, doing his own, like, you know, tricks and stuff. But yeah, he's, he's great, man. Yeah, he's a legend. I'm not a fan, but he's a legend. Uh, Sly, we not we haven't talked about Sly. He's an honorable mention. He's another guy had just a lot of duds too. It's either a legend or a dud, and then he just milked movies to death. Yeah, like, Rocky didn't need to have six movies or whatever it is. It, and Rambo kept going on. Like, Rambo also went on too long. Yeah, come on. And Expendables three, come on, man, you did good one and two. Just shut it down. <laughs> yeah, some guys, some guys, we don't even really need to go over. Uh, Jean Claude Van Damme. He's a goat. Some, but some great campy movies in the nineties. Short career. We, and we didn't really talk about Mel Gibson. Is is great. He that's at at certain points, man. He was top yeah. tier. Mad Max, legendary. They had to do it again. Because his was so legendary. And um, the new Mad Max is just as legendary. <laughs> but, you know, that's <laughs> an, an, a hot take, so to speak. Uh, uh, oh, Lethal Weapon. He oh, was great in those. Great. Yeah. Again, another. They didn't need the fourth one, but it's all good. It's still great movies. I'll, I mean, he's been in a lot of great movies. Um,. What's that one? The Patriot was oh, good. The, the big three of his military movies. Braveheart, Patriot, and uh, We Were Soldiers. All great. Great, yeah. Mel Mel was my number one honorable mention. He was the only one that maybe could have snuck over Statham, but I, I prefer Statham. So. Uh, yeah, yeah, I have a little more fun with Statham. Yeah. Even yeah, though Mel... I watched a movie of a while ago, Get the Gringo. <laughs> yeah. And then another one was like Bloodfather, I think. Uh-huh. We're both similar, kind of like he, he had a little more fun with it. Right. There was still action movies, but he was it was lighter, you know, it, it had some comedy elements to it, which and I enjoyed both of them, so Yeah. And, okay. And, He's a, he's also he's so much more than an action guy because you know he's a director, he's he's done movies in all these other genres. He's a he's yeah. an amazing director. And won awards in different genres too. Yeah, he's I loved uh, Hacksaw Ridge. Yeah, yeah. This is a recent one. I loved it. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the oh. foreign uh, a few foreign guys, Donnie Yen, uh, it man. The, yeah, he's that's his yeah. crowning achievement. But he's got some other fun, fun like foreign action movies. If you're looking for something, uh, Tony yeah. Ja, uh, you might Goat. have seen him in Fast and Furious. Goat. He's he's like a legend. Eco Uwais, or he's about to be in the Mark Wahlberg movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're looking for great A action, uh, what is it? The Raid and the Raid uh, Two. 
Mm-hmm. Just top notch. Real quick, <clears throat> Tony Jaa is so underrated. Yeah. I really wish he would get better with English, because he would really like work our action movies if he wanted to. Like The Protector, Ong Bak one and two, three they went too oh, far. I loved Ong Bak two. Ong Bak two, oh, when he was it. the drunk scene. Hell yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god and then uh, I mean they brought him over here to do triple X also in the uh, the Fury 7 but man he's an underrated guy man uh, that's a good that's a good um, honorable mention though for sure and a, a couple more quick names is Chow Yun Fat legend and uh, a guy who I feel like he probably hasn't had the movies to back it up, but I think Michael J. White is deserves <laughs> an honorable mention. <laughs> Why does he deserve an honorable mention? Because he's another guy who who puts a lot into the action. He does his own fights. He's, yeah, he's yeah, got yeah. the martial arts like background or whatever. But mm-hmm. and, and his movies are cool, man. You know, he hasn't had a ton of movies. He had a couple of a couple of good movies on Netflix that I've seen. Uh, he was cool, man. He's good. He's good. He's a good action guy. I have um, a couple more uh, honorable mentions as well. Um, Wesley Snipes, honorable oh, mention. For sure. He's a legend. Slept on. And he's one of those guys you really have to like go deep into his catalog because his mo- not all of his really good movies are like blockbuster you know hits all you gotta do is watch blade yeah and that was just amazing i mean and he can really do all the stuff he does i mean not in blade but in some of the other movies i mean yeah. demolition man is a legend Love him it. and uh salon huh. yeah um a couple of i have a few names that are uh, almost i don't know they're not controversial but the they're a little debatable when it comes to like action stars. Uh huh. But uh, I want to give Liam Neeson a shout out. <laughs> I was <laughs> I was just thinking about Liam Neeson too. Because but okay. The thing about him is he kind of he kind of brought back the, that dynamic of like seasoned vet being badass type thing. Yeah, and that was kind of. Bruce's thing, like Bruce, yeah. Bruce was like the king of that. And you're right, Liam did bring it back for sure. Cause and, and Taken was such, I mean, ever since Taken, he's been an action star. Yeah. And you know, did, did they need two? Probably not. Did they need three? Fuck no. But <laughs> you know, that's that's how it goes with all the fucking fran- all the movies in Hollywood now. So. Right. And another another uh, controversial. Well, I don't. Th- I think this guy's a little more sure. I'd put Keanu Reeves in my honorable mention. Okay. Keanu, he's not in mine, but okay. Keanu, he's had duds, you know. But all these guys have had duds. Yeah, I. I he's also had legend. If you think about it, if you, I'm, a, I'm about to name you some movies. And you're gonna you're gonna be shocked at how many of these you probably forgot about. Keanu's. Yeah. 
Nah, I, I don't forget about his movies. Speed. Well, this stuff is Speed Point is a Break, classic. That's Johnny two. Mnemonic, The Matrix. Those are That's all really good. Three classics. I think both <laughs> John, John Wick is okay. Great. Yeah, yeah. Forty Seven Ronin was. Uh, yeah, that's uh, <laughs> um, that. Did I say Point Break? Yeah, classic. That was a legend. They had to do that again. Um, and ruin it. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did ruin it for did sure. Did you see that uh, movie? You saw the Point Break, the new the, one, the remake. Yeah, it wasn't even yeah. a fucking remake. The only similarity was the fact that they like to. Uh, Fucking ski or snowboard yeah, or whatever it was. That they were, yeah. And they, these, those guys were like, I get what they were trying to do, like make it modern, because now it really just is guys trying to kill themselves, like those guys, <laughs> instead of like people having fun. You know what I mean? They were yeah. going way over the top as far as fun goes, like stunts. They were getting crazy. But anyway. Yeah, I did yeah, see it. But speed, speed, and I, I every time speed comes up, I rave about it because it's, it's underrated. So underrated. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I mean, it's one of the great to me, just from like a idea perspective of like you put a, a character in this kind of situation and what comes from that. It's mm-hmm. just genius. You know, bus strapped with a bomb and it has to go above 50 miles like that's genius to me yeah and again did we need a sequel fuck no but not only did we need not need a sequel but we didn't need to fucking recast right that's that's the interesting thing about Keanu is uh, if I I mean I've seen a lot of his movies because you know I am a huge fan because of Matrix Mm mm-hmm but uh, and he and he's had some other great movies outside of the action genre. Mm-hmm. But he's not a very good actor. No, he's really not. He's probably one. Of, he's probably my favorite bad actor. If that <laughs> makes sense. It does. It does. I also like Constantine a lot. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, definitely. Oh, Man of Tai Chi. It was. It was enjoyable. Yeah. But after after that, you start going into his like you know he had he had Bill and Ted's Adventures, he had uh, Devil's yeah. Advocate, he had all this other stuff. So he, he's Devil's Advocate was great too. It was a good movie. Which one? Devil's Advocate. Oh, it's great. under. I think it's I think it's underrated too. One of Al Pacino's most underrated performances. Yeah, for sure. He's got a lot of good performances. Yeah, but yeah, uh, man, I could rave about action all day. That's I think that's enough. Wait, 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 wait. We gotta. Uh, I gotta shout out some of the ladies of action. Oh, um, I like it. Angelina, oh, Angelina. She the way she can look amazing and still look great fighting was you know is hard to do for most women. Um. The Tomb Raiders, Wanted, Wanted is borderline a legend, like one of the new legends, with the uh, the whole idea of it. Yeah. McAvoy's career McAvoy's now took off. Yeah, yeah, that that was just a great movie. Um, 
Yeah, she's had she's had more. I'm just not gonna name them all. Mr. and Mrs. Smith as well was good. Um, uh, kind of new. Oh well, we didn't say The Rock, but do we need to? The Rock. Yeah. Dwayne. Yeah, but he's. I mean, yeah, I think he's just getting away from the action thing a little bit. Well, I mean, even the movies he's that aren't action, he's like the action relief of like. Yeah, I, I see what. You, yeah, no, he's a good honorable mention, man. I'll, I'll, I'm a huge fan of his. Yeah, because like um, even in the new Jumanji, like it was, you know, obviously it was supposed to be kind of silly and like you know fun. But he was still like the action of the movie. You know what I mean? You know, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. I got but you. um, uh, back to the ladies real quick. Um, There's Scarlett one. is doing a pretty good job. She is of uh, you know, acclimating to action. Um, Charlize Theron has always For been sure. great. Mad Max, shout out to Mad Max, another. Victim of Mad Max's greatness. <laughs> yeah. Um, Fury Road, that is. Yeah. And um, kind of like a sleeper for me, I think Zoe Saldana is a really good uh, action. Is really good in action. But she just doesn't do that much. But she did Losers, which was pretty good. Colombiana like was... a lot. Colombiana was great. Colombiana um, was great? Yeah, Colombiana was great. It wasn't great? I don't know about great. Alright, alright. We'll move on. Guardians of the Galaxy, she's done. Everyone knows. I mean, well. Right, right. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen. If you haven't seen the new Avengers it. movie, you want to check that out. <laughs> yeah, you, you probably. Deal. I mean, you made like a fucking $1.5 billion, so I'm yeah. pretty sure you have seen it. But she she definitely could do more. I don't I don't know if I would call Avatar a uh, action, but uh, you know she, she's good. I think she could be an action star. Um, yeah. I mean that that franchise is atrocious, but <sighs> but it's popular, very very popular. So I I will never know. I'm <laughs> assuming she's the reason it's popular. You know, people love zombies. So yeah, that's true. And apocalypse movies. So, um, I don't. Did yeah. you? You watched Resident Evil Final Chapter? Uh, man, did you ever watch that? How? When did that come out? Twenty sixteen. Yeah, yeah, I did. I went to the movies to see that. Yeah. Why would you do that? It was a date. Okay, that makes sense. That shit, that movie sucked so bad. <laughs> Listen to this. That movie sucked so bad. And <clears throat> the, I don't know if you noticed this, but with bad action movies, the editing is usually awful. Right? Like, it's jumpy. It's like everything that sucks, like, you know, like Bourne does it. The mm-hmm. Bourne franchise did it, but they did it well. Like, Shaky Cam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all, all these other... Ugh, man, <laughs> the editing was so bad, it made me, like, sick. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, that movie was so atrocious. I remember there was a moment... Uh, there's a moment that uh, somebody died, and because it's edited so poorly, you don't know who dies. 
Anyway, yeah. that's my rant. But Mila Jovovich is great. Mila Jovovich is great. She's she looks good. She the fights look cool. You know, I can't she, argue with like you a, about about that though. You're right about the <laughs> the franchise the is awful, but I have no issue with her. Yeah, exactly. See, I mean, to me, I assume she's the only reason the franchise is selling. Like you said, it's really her. Probably right. Keeping it alive. In the name too. Yeah. Resident Evil, you know, I feel like people just hear the name, like, oh, I love the games, like. Yeah, that's another the big are thing. Not the same thing, but the video games is definitely huge. Um. But yeah, that, that's all I got, man. Honorable mentions. Uh, I'd give a. Eh, I don't know, man. Is Uma Thorman is shit action? Nah. She nah. had a little Kill Bill moment. That was it. That's it. Yeah, she's. She was great in that. She's there with Russell Crowe. <laughs> That's fair. They're in the same boat. Um, nah, but I feel like she did do one other action movie though. But if obviously if we can't think of it right now, it's, it wasn't that good. Uh, or it wasn't that popular, I should say. Um. I can't think of anybody else that's worth throwing out there, I don't think. Yeah, I think, man, we, we threw out some great names, man. If Again, if, if we're missing anybody, you could let it let us know. But we've, I mean, Tom Hardy's kind of getting to that point. Uh, I, I want him to, but... I don't know. I'm, I'm afraid uh, this is a little off. I guess a little off topic before we close it out. But did you see the new Venom trailer? Yeah. Like the newest one. Yeah. I don't know, man. Looked a little suspect. <laughs> it looks suspect to you. Well, I like what I'm seeing from ve- like the Venom. You know, like the costume looks cool and it yeah, looks yeah, really yeah. menacing, and the powers are cool. Yeah. But dude, Tom Hardy's doing that thing where he's like mumbling. <laughs> and it, it, it kinda sounds like he's trying to have like a New York accent and it does not sound good at all. <laughs> I'm just saying, listeners, go back and check out that trailer and listen to listen to Tom Hardy talk. <laughs> and he's shaping up I'm I'm and I love I love Tom Hardy. He's one of my favorite actors working right now. But yeah. man, he does not sound very good as Eddie Brock. I'm just saying. <laughs> and, and, I, and why was he cast as Eddie Brock? That's exactly what I was about to say. I'm not like I like him, but you just, he just I don't really seem get like he's a good fit. First of all, the Marvel they did good casting, and all the Avengers great casting, but this For Sony. You know, there's Sony casting. Uh, Andrew Garfield? Like, really? Uh, and the thing is, I, I'm not going to lie. Andrew Garfield impressed me as Spider-Man. But, like, I still didn't want him to do it anymore. Like, I, well, not impressed me. He wasn't as bad as I thought he was going to be. But I still wanted him. I still didn't want it. I... What do you think about the new one, Tom Holland? That's that's a conversation for another day. Wow. Okay, that's fair. <laughs> and it is not a good one. 
But wow, that's interesting. Uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna be getting into movie. I, I like to think we're gonna be getting into movies more this month. Yes, yeah. it's, it's a it's a slow it's a slow um, sports stretch. So yeah, get get a lot of movie topics yeah. out there. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, I think we've been going long. We gotta probably wrap it up. It's getting late. Yeah, I, I'm. Uh, all right, I, it's it's my gym day, so let me get into this gym to um to get ready to close it out. Um, we talked a lot about Kid Ink today, so uh, this is an old song. As I said, this is the first song I heard by him, and it's not great. But I like it, and you may like it. It's a nice little vibe, you know. But um, if you're not familiar with him, again, get into him. We ranted about him. We raved about him. You know, check him out. This is uh, Keep It Rolling by Kid Ink.
Alright, uh, that was Kid Ink. <clears throat> Keep it rolling. Um, yeah, so, gonna go ahead and close it out now. Uh, we talked a lot today about action heroes, features, featuring artists. Yeah, man. Talked a lot about movies today. Talked yeah, anything, yeah. Um, anything we're gonna, uh, Nicki Minaj. This drops Friday. Yeah, tonight. Yeah. Or yeah, is is that true? Cause I heard. Um, is that what it says on like Apple and stuff? Yeah, on iTunes it said August what tenth. Okay. Yeah. Then definitely gonna be checking that out tomorrow. We'll be. I'm definitely gonna say something about it Sunday for sure. I don't know who else is dropping. Oh, Trip Trippy Red came out. Oh yeah, yeah. Is it what is it? Life's a trip or something? Yep. Uh, Interesting. I'll, I'll, I don't see Nicki Minaj though. What the fuck? Yeah, I, cause I know originally Nicki said the seventeenth, but yeah. then somebody rumored it was today. I don't. I don't know. So we'll see. Well, oh. let me take a look at this. It is the seventeenth. What the fuck? Yeah, cause it's the same day. Um, Ariana, Ariana Grande. Grande drops. So I guess next weekend we'll have a lot of a lot of female artists to discuss. Yeah, for sure. Um, next Sunday after this Sunday. She but. has Ariana Grande in her album. Oh, Ariana Grande better have her. Yeah, yeah. Isn't she on one? The um, she, she was on one of her first singles, I think. Oh, the light is coming. Yeah, well, yeah, something they had to single, but yeah, she's on there. Anyway, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'll check out Trippy Red by the next episode for sure. All right. I think that's it, though, man. I uh, maybe I'll check out the new the Kid Ink thing that I missed. Yeah. If I get a chance. Yeah. I'm not gonna um, promise that. I'll promise Trippy Red, but I'm not promising the Kid Ink. Right, I got you. <laughs> I mean, <it's laughs> oh, you're talking about um, some of the older songs? Uh, no, the the project that I said I missed. What was it? Uh, seventh something? Oh, seven series? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. All right. Well, there you have it. We will be back Sunday for those who listen to us right away. I know. A lot of you do not. So, um, yeah, you got anything else? No, that's it. We'll see you guys next on the next episode. All right. So, as usual, going out on a throwback. Um, we'll catch you guys next time. Just another lonely night Are you willing to sacrifice your life? Ah! Bitch, I'm a monster, no good blood sucker 
fat motherfucker Now look who's in trouble As you run through my jungles All you hear is rumbles Kanye West samples Here's one for example Gossip, gossip, nigga just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert Profit, profit, nigga I got it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands So mommy best advice is just to get on top of this Have you ever had sex with a pharaoh? I put the pussy in a sarcophagus Now she claiming that I bruise her esophagus Head of the class and she just want a scholarship I'm living in the future so the presence is my past My presence is a present, kiss my ass Gossip, gossip, nigga just stop it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert Profit, profit, nigga I got it Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert I'ma need to see your fucking hands Sasquatch, Godzilla, King Kong, Loch Ness, Goblin, Ghoul, a zombie with no conscience. Question, what do these things all have in common? Everybody knows I'm a motherfucking monster. Conquer, stop your, stop your silly nonsense. Nonsense, none of you niggas know where the swamp is. None of you niggas have seen the carnage that I've seen. I still hear things scream in my dreams. Murder, murder, and black convertibles. I kill a block, I murder the avenues. I Raping pillage of village women and children Everybody wanna know what my Achilles heel is Love, I don't get enough of it All I get is these vampires and bloodsuckers All I see is these niggas I made millionaires Milling about, spilling their feelings in the air All I see is these fake fucks with no fangs Trying to draw blood from my ice cold veins I smell a massacre Seems to be the only way to back you back Gossip, gossip, nigga just stop it Everybody know I'm a I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. Profit, profit, nigga, I got it. Everybody know I'm a motherfucking monster. I'ma need to see your fucking hands at the concert. I'ma need to see your fucking hands. Pull up in a monster automobile gangster with a bad bitch that came from Sri Lanka. Yeah, I'm in a tanga, color a Willy Wonka. You could be the king, but watch the queen come. Okay, first things first, I'll eat your brain. Then I'ma start rocking gold teeth and fangs. Cause that's what a motherfucking monster do. He addressed her from Milan, that's the monster do. Monster just a be healed, that's the monster show. Young money is the roster and a monster crow. And I'm pull up, pull up, pull up in the bank with a funny face. And if I'm fake, I ain't know this cause my money ain't. Let me get this straight, wait, I'm the rookie. But my features and my shows, ten times your pay. The DK for a verse, no album out. Yeah, my money's so tall. Wine it, wine it, Nikki on the pitties when I sign it. 
cool addition. You there? Not much to it, though. Tyler.